<laughs> we should talk about Bill Burr. His, uh, oh, Saturday Night yeah. Live. I watched it. I watched monologue. it. Did we you watch talk it? About that. No, I didn't watch it. Okay, we'll, we'll get into that. Talk, bring that up. That, okay. That's a good thing to talk about. After uh, at all the end. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Why you guys go so scared when I mention people's names, son? You said to talk shit, so I came <laughs> to talk shit. <laughs> you know what? That's going to be the start of the show right there. You just set it off. Okay. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's your boy, Moose. This is going to be the first Duelist replacements podcast so i've replaced them with you've already heard about him maserati fox say hello what's up everybody hello hello and we're bringing in a new guy big papa daddy shack say hello what's up guys thanks for having me on so i'm not doula but i'm not, i'm a different guy from california who's married to your cousin yeah yeah the other the other guy the other cousin in law the, yeah. the first replacement yeah. the first one the first, first one, one. Don't, don't forget that the original <laughs> the og that's true Shaq, yeah. Shaq came around before doula within like Shaq. like five years before doula yeah yeah but you were stuck in san diego uh, not stuck you were in san diego getting your shit together to come over here and marry my cousin and start a life and stuff so there's a little delay yeah where doula once he married my other cousin bam he was just got a flight over took her and then they came back that's it yeah so that, that it was kind of like a smoother transition whereas with Shaq it took a while we're actually uh, we started we started hanging out at FDM because that's yeah. when you first came and then oh, that's uh, right. it was that little training program do you, do you remember talk yeah. about that bullshit yeah so there's this company in downtown Manhattan and they're like right off Wall Street so it's like really impressive when you walk into their offices and then what they do is they train you for like three months and then uh, they find you a job. Yeah. But they sign you to a, a shitty contract. They this whore you like, out. Yeah. This they is whore like you out. Those contracts you hear about in, in music, this is like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the business world. They're taking like 75% of your money the first year. And then they bump your salary to like 9000 the second year. So like for two years, you're a slave. And then after that. You're then, a free agent. Then you're a free agent and you start making good money. But like it's rough those first two years. So you guys were practically like pseudo nba players yeah it, it was G, more, g league you were in the g league, g league yeah, yeah. It, it was it was more like bad boy records we yeah. like oh, like everybody's basically out. one of like uh diddy's groups that he'd only let you out for like an album and then shelve you <laughs> that's kind of what it felt so like you guys were like mace and yeah then, and then what they would do is that they would have this like boat cruise once a year to yeah. like make you feel better about your shitty <laughs> situation <Being a> <laughs> they, they take out their top yeah. bitches basically yep. for a one night only uh, and I was actually in charge of that that's how I got started uh, with them I, I, so you I, were the house slave then. I was the house <laughs> you slave you were the field slave you were the house slave yeah. <laughs> all I needed was my Leonardo bro but I, the, once they didn't give me that I was out I, I, think, I think I only attended one of those and then by the time the second one came around I had left FDM so I wasn't invited anymore <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm glad. Yeah, that was. Yo, but it it was it was a nice ago. crew. Yeah, cause uh, wow, time flies, yeah. dude. Almost man. ten years. Why, time Why you gotta say it like yeah. that? Yeah, I remember. Um, cause they were they liked me, but I wasn't qualified for anything. So they hired me as part of like the marketing thing. Cause the white girl that they had as the. Um, marketing league that was supposed to book the yacht do all this other stuff promotions for oh, everything about, uh, the front desk you no it wasn't the front desk you remember that blonde chick with the glasses oh, she was yeah. there when we were training and then like they fired her and they straight up told me like yo she was just playing angry birds and then like we kind of oh, like angry birds that's another yeah it shows you what time period it was yeah angry this birds is, this is a solid like eight <laughs> years ago um and then they're like, yo, she was supposed to pay the DJ and this and that. And we got like Styles K, who was like not a huge DJ, but like you'll hear her name on like K2U and stuff. Mm. So, you know, 
paid bread. She didn't pay the DJ, didn't pay the deposits on stuff. So they fired her. First time she started crying. Oh, I'm sorry. Yada, yada, yada. And like they didn't have the balls to cut her off. Um, and then like two months later, they're like, OK, you're really not. So then they hired me. And then um, I was bullshitting my way through it. But, you know, that yacht party, it was it was fun. Do you still keep in touch with the guys that you were uh, training with? Oh, what I was training with? Nah. For me, I was with like nine other guys. And we, we actually stayed in touch for like six, seven years after that. You guys used to play like hand uh, touch football and stuff, no, right? Well, I started playing football in Long Island through one of the guys that's from Long Island. Yeah. But uh, the rest of the dudes that were in the group didn't play. Like, so you, you still kept in touch though? But now it's like every now and then because we still have our WhatsApp group. So every now and then. Really? Yeah. Yo, was, you might have the record for like the longest WhatsApp yeah, group yeah. that's active. That's crazy. Well, it's not active. I wouldn't say it's active, but like once a year, someone will say something now. And then like we'll talk like, that's a few so days and that's pretty it. active. Yeah, it's better than my AAC WhatsApp group. <laughs> I think died a week after I my first <laughs> AAC, bro. Yeah, that's because uh, if people were interested in people, they would take it to a side chat. That's yeah. usually how it works, you know. Um, but actually, I was cool with like two guys. I haven't kept up in contact with them, but like uh, they, they're on like my friends list and shit, and they don't post enough. Otherwise, it's it's just so easy to keep in contact with people mm. that way. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, once I was out of there, I was out of there. I friended one of the sales guys I was cool with, but that whole scenario, I don't think it long term with that company. I don't think it worked out for either one of us. However, the foot in the door was was the bi- yeah, biggest thing. That's all I needed because yeah. like I was uh, I just finished college and so it was hard getting your first job. So yeah. uh, I was looking for a regular job for the longest time, and then after like three four months, I was like, I'm gonna take whatever I can get, and then I found this place and. I remember when I was, uh, the first day I was supposed to go there, uh, I was outside and I was thinking about not going. Oh, really? I was like, I just, like, I was going to change my mind and just not go up the elevator and then... Because it sounds too good to yeah, be true. Yeah, it was just like, uh, I don't know, it's just one of those things where like, damn, this is like a two-year commitment. So I had no, I knew and about And you that. had just made a huge commitment yeah. by marrying my cousin, so yeah. you're like, I don't know how many more of these I could do. Yeah. Um, but for me, once you were in it, I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. It doesn't cost and me anything. You got your friend to co- join. Yeah, I got my crazy yeah. ass friend. If he didn't come in, it would have been difficult for both of us. But we, <laughs> we made we made the best of it. Shout oh, out to uh, the Turk. Ali. Yeah, yeah. the Turk. Um, but, but also, yo, people don't remember how bad the job market was back then. Yeah. Like, even, even though me and you were, like, going to start underpaid, there was guys that had, like, 10, 15 years experience trying to get those same jobs. Yeah, so, that's true. Because they're still recovering from the, the financial crisis. The financial yeah, crisis. Yeah. Like, back in 2011. Yeah, I found out FDM now, actually, if you get in, I think they pay you minimum wage or something like that. <laughs> minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, to, to, to train, to train. Yeah. During oh, training. It's not, so it's not oh, like so it's not like it used free. to be. Yeah, because oh, yeah, uh, to explain it to everybody, we didn't get paid for those three months of training. Because the whole idea is that the amount of money they're paying to train you yeah. is like... So you're getting that for free. So then when you work, you're paying them back okay. with the contract they're signing to. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And like, I mean, for me, it was like a win-win in a way. Like if, if I did it and I didn't have to pay for it or they didn't get me a job, it was like, fuck but it. Do you remember the, uh, the one part about the contract was that if you go through the training and then you quit, you owe them money. Well, yeah, because you Before, have to give them three months after training ends yeah, to exactly. get you a job. Yeah. You're a free agent if they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, get, if they can't find a job, you're free to go. But yeah. if you get a job and then you quit, yeah, you owe the money for the training. Which uh, I mean, most people didn't, you know, fuck up that badly. I think they, it was like I remember one guy. 
that that left really yeah but if okay i heard about somebody from somebody else yeah. that did it like years later but they had secured a six-figure job and then they were like all right i'll pay off the 30 grand i don't give a fuck I'm, maybe I'm that's what my friend from high school did the oh, one yeah. that became friends with ali oh this is which crazy is a hilarious so, story. so me and you work together yeah. there was this kid i don't know if you were friends with him dax he, he sounds was, familiar. He, he was in my class. He was a classmate of mine in high school. And me and you played ball with him once. One time, yeah. One time. So he came through FDM? At the same time as us. And him and uh, uh, Turkish Ali was, uh, we were working at UBS. And then he met this guy, Dax, who went to FDM. He was one of the contractors there too. And then I was like, Dax? I'm like, I've only ever met one Dax. And I was <laughs> I've my cousin. I've one person Mazi. ever with that name. So I was like, all right. And then I've, I saw the kid during the, the yacht trip of, of all places. And then I'm like, yo, he's got that white Asian look. Once you gave me that description, I'm like, it has to be <laughs> it him. Has to, and I had it's seen him. the kid once, but he had gotten a little yoke. He got like a little yeah, diesel. I remember I was just starting to work out around like 2015, 2016. Yeah. And he saw me on Instagram and he was asking me for advice. Yeah. So when you said he, start, he was starting to get big, I was like, oh shit, that actually took my advice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so like uh, I, I told Turk about it and then Turk talked about because I'm like my cousin's from Baldwin. He's like, all right. And he talked to Dax. Dax is from Baldwin. I'm like, oh, it's got to be him. So yeah, Asian, Asian dude named Dax from Baldwin. Yeah. yeah. There can't be there can't be. There's not the two of those. Yeah. Uh. So what's funny was I, I went to my high school reunion, which was another story to begin with, but... uh. When I went to, he didn't come through for the like actual reunion. He came for like the after party. We went to like a little bar in Rockville Center. Where was the actual reunion? It was at um, some restaurant that they rented out. That which was like really whack. Anyway, like people were complaining on the Facebook group. They're like, "Oh, it's not open bar." I'm like, "Okay, if it was, <laughs> who's maybe, paying for like?" It was us. We ended up paying for it, but like, so that's the same thing. You yeah, pay, you pay for it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So they they were just complaining, but he rolled through afterwards. And then I mentioned, I was like, yo, so you, you know a guy named Ali? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know him. He's like, yeah, we had a lot of good times together. And I was like, yeah, I know the stories. I heard the stories. Yo, yeah, so this is to bring it all back. The Turk was like, uh, this was during when we were at UBS. He's like, yo, my boy Dax just disappeared. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, he just stopped coming to work. He just went ghost. So he, I don't know if he found another job or something, but he straight up went ghost on FDM, didn't pay them a cent. And then, I don't know, he picked up, moved and went to a different company or he just, I don't know. You guys might be surprised, but like this whole ghosting thing in the corporate world happens a lot. Like one of your coworkers will just stop showing up. You won't hear from them anymore. You have no idea what happened to them. Even in the corporate world? It happens, yeah. Like, wow. It's happened like three, four times with people I've worked with. And like, these are people that we're cool with. So we'll text yeah. them like, hey, is everything okay? Yeah. You know, they anything. never respond back? So we have no wow. idea what happens to these people. But like, they just quit out of nowhere. Can we talk about ghosting in general? Why do people do it? Why do people do yeah, it? Yeah, why it's do people do it? Because it's so easier than having to actually like confront. Like, you know how anxiety, like, uh, I think we all have issues with anxiety on like very difficult to deal with things but then to go into like your boss's office and be like i can't do this anymore but can i still have a letter of recommendation it's just easier to pretend you're dead <laughs> but you're not but are you talking about ghosting i'm just talking in, in general relationships? like yeah. like just, just like in this situation friendships, and, uh, friendships relationships nah, that shit's weird when it comes to that stuff yeah i mean it's weird in that situation yeah. too in my opinion like you made friends with these your coworkers and stuff and even just like for the for your own career yeah like the fact that you're gonna like throw away all that experience and like 
You're technically burning bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, on your resume, you put like um, you know Bank of America 2014 till ghost. Like <laughs> it's empty. Yeah, it's it's free and it's like TBD. I technically never resigned. I technically never got fired. I've just been you know ghost. I've been I've been avoiding this yeah. pending, yeah. pending, yeah. pending. Yeah. Pending, pending, pending. All right, let's jump into the most important topic. The where, reason why we're all here today. Which Shaq Daddy, um, the Lakers won the championship. Congratulations. Oh, thanks, Congratulations, man. Shaq, who's yeah. a longtime Lakers fan. And the reason why I'm proud to have you, Laker fan, is because he's a legit Laker fan. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been a fan since uh, late 90s after uh, we moved to San Diego. It all kind of just happened at the same time. Uh, I was a big Shaq fan, obviously, you know, my name. So yeah, uh, I was rooting for him on the Magic. And then uh, he got traded. He, got, he signed with the Lakers the same year that we moved to San Diego. So it made sense. And then they signed, they, they drafted Kobe that same year, all in 1996. Okay. So yeah. after that, I was a fan you, for you life. You just rock with him? Yeah. As you, as you put it to me on Twitter, uh, post-puberty? Yeah. yeah, you were a yeah. Lakers fan post puberty, yeah. so because like obviously I watched basketball. Yeah, before that, but I was never a diehard fan of a team until like Lakers. So, so were you there before the championship run? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was there during the air balls. You know, during the okay, uh, air yeah. balls against Utah. Against Utah. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, that's why we got. We and then the most important thing is I was there in between the titles. I, I never switched. Gotcha. I never went to the Warriors or still uh, watch games. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So that's why we, we respect. Fans like you, you're you're one of us because me and Maz are. I don't know if Maz is still, but we're Knicks fans. Or <laughs> why, do you, why do you say that? I don't know. Sometimes you, <laughs> I, I got a question. I'm it. just but a pessimist. Man. You guys aren't just Knicks fans. You're loyal Knicks fans. I think it's important to make that distinction, right? Because yeah, yeah, you guys have gone through so much, and you guys never jump shit. Nope, never. There's a lot of respect to Even that. Even when I, Brooklyn, well, oh, when New Jersey moved yeah, to Brooklyn, yeah. and people thought about it, and I have some friends, I, I won't say I names. I know some people too. I know yeah. some people yep. who became Brooklyn Nets fans. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, you're on a list. Yeah. Like the communist list they had was the blacklist. How do you guys feel about that as Knicks fans? How do you feel about people from New York who switched to Brooklyn Nets, whether it be because they were frustrated with the Knicks or because mm. maybe they're from Brooklyn? How do you feel about like someone, a Knicks fan, who like rocks like Nets gear or is a part-time Nets fan? <laughs> part-time Knicks fan? No. I think it's blasphemous, man. You, you were never a real Knicks fan then. Because I can't imagine yeah, ever you're not, you're not wearing a, real Knicks a Clippers fan. hat or yeah. rooting for the Clippers. Like That's essentially, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's thing. the same yeah. thing. Yeah. You, that's your crosstown rival. You hate them, right? Mm-hmm. So I commend you guys for yeah. sticking with the Knicks throughout. For you guys, it's been going on what 20 25 years 20 now? years yeah 20 years at least 20, 20 years, years yeah. cuz like uh, it was 99 2000 which was like the last playoff run <laughs> you guys picked a rough time to start your fandom yeah. oh no i was i was uh with them granted when i was like a little kid i started watching were you guys there around 94 or yeah, yeah exactly that, really i was there i was then, too young for yeah. that yeah i was there around there um and those were like the Ewing Starks guys. It's not like those guys were winning chips, but I just they were competing. And they, they were competing, competing yeah. though. And like I was like ride or die New York, stuck around. I remember the LJ four point play. I don't. I forgot how young I was at the time, but we were in a uh, Atlantic City hotel, and I was watching with a bunch of other older dudes. So I was there from from the from the jet as far as like the nineties go. Um, and as far as and I appreciate you saying that because there's really no other benefits that you get as a Knicks <laughs> fan other than pats on the back for being loyal uh, through thick and thin. But um, yo, like uh, 
I have friends. I get it. Right now, they're 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 on a entanglement <laughs> with, 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 with Brooklyn. With, with Brooklyn, you know, oh. like they're like, you know, I just need a break from the Knicks. I just wanna, I just wanna support a New York team, and I'm not cool with it, but I get it. And it's like walking out the house for cigarettes. They clean back in five yeah. years. Five years <laughs> exactly. later, five years. Right? It, it's, it's like a, the Will Smith suit. Yeah. How come you don't want me, man? Yeah. How come you don't, don't want, me? want me? But. I get wearing the gear though because there's Mets fans I've met who are diehard Mets fans. They hate the Yankees, but they wear the Yankee hats because so it's, it, it's a fashion yeah, thing. That's very I weird. don't get it, but if you're from Brooklyn and you rock Brooklyn gear, I'm not mad. So my wife, your cousin, is yeah. a Yankees fan. It's not like a diehard, but like right. the Yankees are her team. We used yeah. to be. We used yeah, to be. Back in the day, she yeah. definitely was. But definitely, like, yeah. She despises the Mets. And like, so we have some friends that give us like hand me downs and some yeah. Mets stuff, and she. Does not I respect let our that. Son that's the way it yeah. should be. That's gangster. I have the no way problem with be. that because I'm the same way. Yeah. That's gangster. Like, if someone like if, gave, I, if I gifted you Isaac like a Clippers no jersey, way. you'd never put no that way. shit on him. So like the exception I make is with the Knicks stuff because yeah. like obviously we're in New York. Yeah. yeah. And like my wife is from New York. And so the like, team sucks. I'm okay with it. And I know <laughs> and the exactly. Team sucks. I know he's like a switch. <laughs> yeah. And this is he's still six years old, so like I'm not worried about him. Becoming a full-time Knicks fan. Knicks fan? Yeah. So, like, I'll let him wear it now, but he knows that he's Lakers. That's sad that you, you have to preface it like that, though. Yeah. I, I don't have to worry about him becoming a <laughs> Knicks fan. That's how bad it is to although, be one of Although, us. I will say this. Since they're on the completely opposite coast, he could have a team A and a team B. For yeah. now. For, for as now. a young kid. But and yeah. let's be honest. Like, I'm a one-team person. So am yeah. I. So am I. I believe that once you choose a team, that's yeah. the team you well, choose for life. You're lucky. Uh, wait. There's no NBA team in Wisconsin, right? No, Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks. That's Wisconsin. So, so yeah. back in the day, in the, in the 90s, I was there. They actually had a decent squad. Yeah. They had Glenn Robinson, who was like a really good rookie yeah, shooter, yeah, yeah. right? Vin Baker. Yeah. They had a decent team. But like, I I wasn't a huge like basketball fan back then. Like, I remember like watching Jordan and stuff, but yeah. I was never like crazy about basketball to the point where I'd pick a team and then like, right you know, how kids yeah. are. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I purposely didn't like. I actually used to root against the Bulls back in the day in Wisconsin because, like, which I respect. That's what is, you should do. You always root against like the top right. dog, right? Mm-hmm. Especially you have when they're to. that good. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the second three P that I slowly started coming around and I respected Jordan and his game. Then I started rooting because it's also because I hated the Jazz. Yeah, uh, so it was easy for me to root for the Bulls, right? No, that 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 that, that definitely makes helps. Sense. Yeah. yeah, so. I mean, I, I guess in that circumstance, like with me saying, I, I don't mind if my boys wear the Brooklyn gear, if they're from Brooklyn, if they're just doing it for shits and giggles or whatever. But like, I'm like, once you leave the Knicks because we're doing shitty, you can't come back if we start getting yeah. it together. That's yeah. the rule, though, for That's, me. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out as a communist. Mm-hmm. All that shit. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, this was one of them. This is one of them. Beat the fuck out of them. Hey, we had some of back. those when we got Carmelo. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, there was a bunch of people on Facebook that so started like watching Knicks games and yeah. became Knicks fan. I was like, where the hell did you guys come from? I was like, you guys weren't fans when we had like freaking, uh, oh my God, uh, yes. Eddie Curry, Jerome James, Stephon Marbury, Marbury, bro, the Steve Francis, Francis the, the, the Knicks. Jamal Crawford. You guys weren't with us then when we were on like 33 games. Jerome James. Yeah, terrible. I, I feel like we went through everybody in the league. Like everybody in the yeah. league was through our roster, so I and can't even that, that's name in a good players. and a bad way because you guys had some, you guys drafted some good players, mm-hmm. that Trevor Reza, left Matt Barnes, and became good somewhere yeah. else, 
right? It's just the 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 organization was dysfunctional. That's why I don't want to give up any of the guys uh, we have. Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford. Yeah. yeah, we signed him from somewhere. He was hero. We got him from uh, Chicago, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem with him back then, he was a huge chucker. So yeah. me and Ali loved him, but then his chucking would like you. You got to remember back in the day, like yeah. we were kind of over him because as a starting point guard, it just it, it wasn't working. I actually wanted him on a Lakers team before we filled it with Deion Waiters. Oh, this year would have yeah. been the year for yeah, him. I'm like, yeah. why is this guy not in a team? Yeah, he could still he could contribute still to an NBA yeah. team. Yeah, I'm really shocked that because it, it was between him and uh, Carlson, right? I remember but you guys Carlson were back I, I to Carlson. Yeah. He didn't want to come back, and then yeah. it was Deion Waiters was the guy we went with. Uh, I'm glad you transitioned that to Shaq. So let's just yeah. get into the fucking finals. You guys won. Um, as some people would like to put it, LeBron James stepped through miles of glass, carried the cross for Jesus. Um, you know, went back hey, and- last year. He kind of did do that with the season that we had when the players oh, that he please. had. No, please, AD. please. please. <laughs> All I hear from people, and I don't. It's not that I'm a LeBron hater. I just hate his fans, so I have to like talk shit just to piss them the fuck off. But. One of the arguments is he makes everybody better. He could take any team to the playoffs. Well, he didn't last year with with those guys. So I'm like, it it, it can't be a fucking a, a a one shot comment when it comes to what that. What was the record last year? Like thirty something game, thirty yeah. something wins. So the thing is, if you look at his return to uh, well, first when he went to Miami, and then when he, when he returned to Cleveland, that first year he never wins the title. It's always the second year. Oh yeah, that's, in both instances, right? That's true. That's and true. The thing is, even when we signed LeBron, I knew that that first year we weren't necessarily going to be a playoff team because looking at the rest of the roster, bunch of young guys, there was no legitimate second star, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I that's not I a shock. I didn't have high expectations for that team, and so when, when they didn't make the playoffs, I wasn't really shocked. But like, it wasn't a surprise. Once we got yeah. AD, yeah, that changed things. I mean, your second best player at the time, arguably, could have been Brandon Ingram, Brandon right? Ingram, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. for sure. But uh, but LeBron LeBron doesn't uh, develop talent. He historically like uh, I'm not saying I, I will agree with the notion or the narrative that he makes players their best or he can get them up to their top potential. Um, but clearly, I think time would show that he's not a developer but of talent. He does that in a way that he'll give you open shots in the NBA to constantly be getting open shots, especially if you're a shooter, because mm-hmm. he draws so much attention, right? And so. If you're a shooter on the three-point line, you're constantly getting open looks. Yeah, look right. at uh, James Jones. James Jones made a living off James that. James Jones made a living. And because of that, everybody remembers him from that one like yep. yeah. year that he had a decent year. But this is the thing. He he does not develop talent very well. Because he gets rid of the young guys yeah. and he gets he vets. He ships them off. Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not like he walks into... When he went from Miami... Even when he entered Miami, obviously we all know he set that shit up. It it that they were they were good to go from the get. Um, when he went back to the Cavs, it wasn't like he was going back to rebuild. He was going back to win, which yep. is fine. And remember, they had Wiggins, who was a a really bright prospect. Yeah, they, they traded. They traded for Kevin Love. This guy was supposed yeah. to be the future. Yep. And I, back then, I was against that trade because I thought that Wiggins was going to be so good. So was I. Yeah, but we were both wrong. I was so wrong. Yeah, but look, we were both he, wrong. he traded that young piece for Kevin Love. And it worked out. It worked. Well, you, you know, it's one of the things I will say that it was a waste of a trade in a sense is because 
what you gave away to get Kevin Love and what you paid Kevin Love to do was what he was already doing, but then you changed him as a player yeah. when he came. So I was like, you know, you could have got a guy really cheap that could shoot an open three and play. It's kind of the same to, thing that happened with Bosch, right? It's the same like, thing that happened with Bosch. Remember Bosch in Toronto was a different player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at Miami, he was a spot-up shooter in the corner. That's why I think, you know, LeBron James is definitely one of the greatest, like without argument, one of the greatest that ever played the game in any measurable statistics or whatever you want to call it, metric. Um, but I think by any measurable metric, he's probably one of the worst and probably the only player GM that like helps create his teams with, with the rosters because he, he fucks up a lot. I can't really think of another player who had so much control of a franchise of a, who, who the team brings even Jordan back even in the Bulls. Jordan didn't have this much Jerry Carlson you saw this in yeah, the last, dance. The last yeah. dance yeah I had no idea up until I saw that and all those decisions he yep. wasn't a part of them and that caused a lot of friction but LeBron kind of uh, has last say about who comes to the oh, team oh he has the first whole say. say yeah the whole yeah. say whole, yeah first and last but would you I mean has that contributed to him winning I mean, I guess he, he has those guys has. that he trusts, yeah, right? Yeah, it kind of has. He brings those guys on, and yeah. he knows he can trust them in I, the playoffs. So. I, I think he could have won better if he actually had a solid GM that he let GM. I mean, better in what sense? I kind of get where you're coming from. Better yeah. in, like, uh, with respect like to you and me as kind of like LeBron haters. No, 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 no. better results. Much Like, he wouldn't have to work as hard, A. Yeah. Or he... Okay, let's put it this way. He'd give himself a lot less mental anguish like forcing kevin love to be a big guy down low who would get you 20 and 10 if not sometimes 2015 2020 mm-hmm. with the rebounds how he played down low very efficient from what i recall um and then asking that guy to turn to a jump shooter and they had that whole fit in fit out problem and like kevin love was playing a little poorly because he's learning to become a completely different person media eats up kevin love lebron uh from the outside anyway with that tweet and stuff like that he mm. didn't seem to be like the best teammate um, as far as like helping nurture him do that type of stuff but he could have also got somebody for half the price to do that I think but let's also talk about how yeah. in 2015 Kevin Love was injured and the Cavs they lost that final series right Yeah. Right. the next year he came back he was healthy it right. had a big difference for them obviously Kyrie coming back and mm-hmm. Kevin Love but you saw what difference uh, it made for the Cavs having yeah. those two guys back. Yeah, and then back. they came back from the 3-1. And, one. and you remember yeah. the defense he played on Curry yeah. in that closeout game. See, now, But this is the thing. I'm not knocking Kevin Love at all, by the way, with, with this thing. What they paid Kevin Love, could they have gotten oh, definitely. two players yeah. that could have like subbed in for him that would have been at least close? Yeah, I think so, yeah. You could have. You know what I mean? And then like you know, maybe not having all those locker room problems would have let people... So like... Once they got the chip and all that, and everybody became LeBron's boys, Tristan Thompson, because of LeBron, ended up getting a max or close to a max. J.R. Smith got a ton of money. And then, like, when he left, which he has every right to do, and he went, and this time he went to a team that wasn't really favored at all for any playoff run. He left the Cavs with a bunch of max deals for guys that aren't worth max money. So they got assed out. Oh, and he left uh, them with a bunch of guys like. Larry Nance Jr. and uh, yeah. and Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> and that was the finesse of the century. Yeah. Right? Kevin Love is still in Cleveland. Yeah, I know. Respect to him for not leaving or demanding a trade. Yeah. Or he could have been a contender, but he stuck it out in Cleveland. He's still there. Because he's the best guy in Cleveland, so he's like, ah, all the it's pressure's like back off. in Minnesota days, fuck. right? Yeah. He gets all the... Gets all the plays drawn up for him, and mm-hmm. he's a top dog there again. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he missed that. He's like, this is my town now. Oh, and then the, whole there's tumbleweeds in the middle. of issues, yeah. though. Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, they're fucked. They're fucked for a long time. Who was your coach this year? Was it uh, Beeline or John? 
what that college coach, I think, that the players apparently didn't like hated. Oh yeah, yeah, the players hated him. Uh, damn, we have to go way back because this is like pre-COVID. Yeah, D- did they fire him or did they? Just I think they fired walk? him. Yeah, yeah it was they just fired him. Too much bullshit going on. Um. Oh yeah. So, so like, let me. Since you're the Laker fan, so when LeBron came, my main thing is is like, all right, you're asking for these guys, these vets to come back. All this money got allocated. That whole bullshit. So y'all. Who's with me that uh, on the NBA conspiracy thing? I ain't no 5G guy, but I totally believe the NBA's got conspiracies going on. Like the fact that like uh, New Orleans got the number one draft yeah, pick. Yeah, that's weird. And, and then that put it in perfect situation to get rid of AD, pack him up to the Lakers. How about when uh, LeBron left? They got like three number ones in a row every year. Oh, yeah. The lottery. Yeah, every year. Right? Every year. Yeah. To, yeah, to the point where it made it worth it for him to go back to play with Kyrie. And like Anthony Bennett didn't work out, but still you got solid. You know what was the name of the Cavs owner again? Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. Dan oh Gilbert. yeah, he used to bring his like, like autistic son, I guess, <laughs> to the to the draft lottery. So, as a, I thought that, that was cool. As a good luck charm. I as thought a, that was cool. Lakers, it worked. As a Lakers fan, I have to say, fuck Dan Gilbert forever. He's the worst. One of the he's worst. He's one of the worst owners oh, ever. Why is this? I need yeah. to hear this. Well, this goes back to the Chris Paul veto. So he was he was one of the owners that okay. was leading the charge against getting that trade vetoed. It was him and Mark Cuban and mm-hmm. like a few other ones that were complaining that like, oh, you can't let this happen. And so it got vetoed. And then that's the start of our downfall, man. Our 10 oh, years you, of... Oh, your seven-year yeah, downfall. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys get a them. championship after that, though? No, because that well, was right after we... Uh, one 2010 so this is 2011 when uh Shit. it was a lockout season my timeline's all fucked and up. uh chris paul was supposed to be traded and then um the very next year is when we got nash and dwight oh yeah. so that could have been the start that could have been the start of another last, dynasty and yeah. then that was our last uh, yeah. playoffs uh when kobe uh tore his achilles so. yep gotcha yeah yeah, that, that, then, that but the fucking NBA man, that, see that that's the type of grimy conspiracy moves I'm talking so about. You think that the league like works in ways to help teams like it, it's, to na- it's gotta be, bro. Like that that was just too crazy. Anthony Davis was dying to go to the Lakers, and the the team ends up getting the number well, you know one draft pick. They owe us that after the Chris Paul veto trade, so they had to make amends to us. So. I'm all uh, good with uh, David Stern now. I forgive him. Rest in peace. When are the Knicks going to get theirs? <laughs> See, that's why if if you're on that conspiracy train, yeah. it would make, sense, it, for it New make York, sense for New York to become the biggest market. Yeah. Unless, unless James Dolan or somebody did something to the higher ups that makes us... In, <laughs> he prayed to the devil or something for all the success. That's what I'm saying. It, it, something happened. Yeah. Somebody fucked somebody's wife or girlfriend. <laughs> James Dolan Pipe paid some hooker that the, uh, him and David Stern were, were sharing, and then that David was it. David Stern blackballed him for life. Yeah, blackballed even, us for life. Even in death, he still blackballs the Knicks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It just it's, it just works out too perfectly. You know, side uh, on like like a sidetrack thing. Every time the draft happened, it was always funny. When David Stern would come out, because the draft used to always happen at MSG, yeah. we would boo the shit out of him. And then in the second round, it was Adam Silver because he was deputy commissioner. Yeah. We would clap so much for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's kind of old. It's not there yet because people kind of like Adam yeah. Silver. But Mark Tatum is the deputy commissioner now. So you see him come out with a big smile and <laughs> yeah. he's expecting to get all the cheers and shit like Adam Silver did, but he doesn't get that. So Hey, yeah. let's give Adam Silver credit because this guy the way he handled this oh, whole uh the bubble yeah. pandemic the nba kind of like set the standard right because oh, yeah uh, they had to shut down their season and they didn't play for how long four months 
four months, months? Yeah. a while. March, and in that time, from March, and then they got March they, they 13th in July. or something like that. Yeah. So in that time, they planned out this whole bubble and the bubble, mm-hmm. and for three months, zero cases. It worked. That is right. You know yeah. that's remarkable. But, but this this is part of my bubble conspiracy, son. How come the best wings you could get in the bubble was in a strip club? You knew Lou Williams was gonna go for that shit. That strip I'm club, telling you, that strip club was in Atlanta. This guy went to Atlanta to get those wings, and then he came snuck back in. He was never the same after the. Why wings. couldn't they make no wings in the bubble? Is what I'm saying. Apparently, the food in the bubble. Uh, some people hated it. Some people were like, "Eh, it so does the job." The, the I, cheese I, sandwich. I saw a right? video about the food in the bubble. So yeah, what yeah. happens is that every team had their own chef, but the NBA brought in this one um, lady who actually she cooked food with like her uh, coworker, and mm-hmm. they actually would provide food. So it was like a special order. So she used to make like all this Caribbean food, like wings. Uh-huh. And so if, if if you were on the Lakers, you could have you could order food from your chef, or yeah. you could order food from her. And like they had this whole system where they had a bubble within the bubble. I didn't know about this, but oh wow, all the players were separate from all the workers, and you cannot cross lines. You had to have special like access to go from one to the other. Wow. This makes it even more like remarkable that so this basically yeah. what you're yeah. telling me is is the the cook for the Clippers was a Lakers fan. <laughs> this is like the conspiracy of like, yeah. did Jordan actually have the flu? Yeah, or was it just food, food poisoning? poisoning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sp- like, you would think that like if, if food poisoning was gonna happen, yeah. it would happen it in happen this situation, in right? Yeah. But, uh, obviously, I'm just uh, bullshitting yeah. about my sort of bullshitting about my conspiracy things, but. <laughs> Talking about rosters, we're talking about the bubble. So in the beginning of the year for the NBA, uh, people were not really giving the LA Lakers, the media, I should say, they weren't giving the LA Lakers any sort of positioning over the Clippers and some of the other teams out in the NBA. Now, was that some sort of... A, they were wrong, clearly. Although, granted, they didn't have Dwight signed in the beginning of the season. I'm not sure if they had yeah, Rondo they just brought yet. Dwight in after uh, Cousins got injured. Right, and he got injured like during workouts and oh, yeah. before yeah. even preseason. Um, but I don't remember if the season already started before they brought Dwight. Did they have Rondo? And he just, it took the whole year for him to they get... They had Rondo, yeah. It just took like a long time for him to come back from injury. So, did you guys hear about Waj and how he was apparently on the Clippers payroll? And so, like, this guy... Are you serious? Yeah, this guy would uh, talk up the Clippers so much. And he's an influential guy in the media, right? Yeah. So, and you're all making fun of me for conspiracies. I want to hear this. So, apparently, oh, this guy would talk up the Clippers any chance he got. Yeah. And then Brian Windhorse... Yeah. This guy, you guys all know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has followed LeBron his whole career, but apparently yeah. he was on the outs with LeBron, so he wasn't getting that access anymore. Mm. This guy was talking about the Clippers. And so they got all these guys, these media types who were talking up the Clippers like, oh, they're definitely going to the finals. And then what happened? That, they see, didn't. I knew it. They didn't. I knew it. We you, were here for that episode too. <laughs> yeah. Go, go. I hit listen to that episode, by yeah, the way. That was a yeah. good episode. That was a good episode. Yeah. God <laughs> fucking damn it, son. See, I told y'all. I think it was part of LeBron's like uh, media, whatever, to make, he always somehow manages to what? make his team the underdog. So like it takes all the pressure off of him or a lot of it. And then he starts the season. This is AD's team. Takes pressure off of himself right off the bat. That's a genius move, though. You gotta it's do that. Genius. That's yeah. a genius. But then move, when people yeah. are like, when I gotta hear his fans be like, "Yo, best ever." He didn't. He would have murdered people with a hand check. They could have punched him in the face back Those in the night. Those are people that don't even know anything about. They basketball, don't know shit. Though. They don't yeah. even play pickup. They're like talking mad. Grant, LeBron, one of the best all time. I get it, but please make sense when you talk to me. They got Anthony Davis, top five player, easily well, right that's now. That's the thing. You're saying that right now, but yeah. back when this happened, not everyone was saying he was a top five player. Yeah. I was saying it because I thought 
he was like a borderline five six, but mm-hmm. people were saying that Paul George was better than him, and they were saying and that Kawhi we saw and Paul how that George was out. a better duo. And I thought that was crazy because I'm like, you put LeBron and AD on the same team. Mm-hmm. How is that not the best duo in the league? But people thought I was just a biased Lakers fan. Maybe yeah. I am. But I yeah. remember specifically. I think your brother, shout out to Bash, he had an Instagram thing, like a poll. Like who's yeah. the better duo? Was it is it AD and LeBron or Kawhi and, and PG? And I mean, it's hard to say because you kind of like you yeah. try to measure like which duo is going to have more success in the future. Also, you have to take into how they play together, longevity, yeah. and like that. The PG yeah. and Kawhi duo, theoretically on paper, you got two of the best be wing defenders. Better because yeah. they're younger, they might have more success. But like, I mean, we saw what happened. Like, but thirty-five-year-old LeBron, pandemic P, yeah, pandemic P, yeah, pandemic P. Well, like, because my thing was is that the the problem. I'm not saying the Clippers couldn't have beat the Lakers. There's always a possibility for that outside of the bubble. Anyway, uh, by the way, I would have yeah. died to have seen a Clippers Lakers series. In That's LA what I really wanted. Every Everybody wanted game, that. Every Everybody game wanted that. Yeah. yeah, like like. I was mad about that more yeah. than anything that we That's didn't get to see the battle of the LA. Like everybody, all those fake Laker fans that were like, "Oh, I'm so happy that the Clippers." No, I'm sorry. If you want all like the best feeling, which a lot of Laker fans aren't used to, the best feeling of a win is beating that team. And if they would have had a battle of LA and the Lakers came out on top, but we yeah. do that every we, we do that every year. Like yeah, uh, but I mean like these guys that just became these fans new, now. Like the ones yeah, that came yeah, with yeah, LeBron, yeah. You mean. yeah, exactly. So uh, the ones who are used to like going through the Eastern Conference every year. <laughs> exact the moon yeah. though. You the know the exactly. East. Yeah, well, the, isn't it funny how people said that LeBron couldn't go through the West like he did the East? And then he did year two. He did it. Yeah. yeah, but it's not the same era. The Spurs are toast. Uh, the Spurs are gone, but look, the Nuggets the, were a great the, team. The Golden State yeah. Warriors were broken. Yeah, the Warriors were out, but the Nuggets were a great team. It, it, it's yeah, team the, to watch the, out the for. Nuggets were solid, but yeah. it, it wasn't like the Carmelo Anthony era Nuggets and all that. I'm not trying to sound like a complete yeah. hater. I'm just saying when we were saying <laughs> that back in the day, <laughs> well, hey, like let's the, put this into context. Let's also, be fair, people were saying the Blazers were going to upset the Lakers. In yeah, one. they were saying, "Oh, we got watch out for the Blazers." <laughs> I don't think the Lakers can beat them. I was one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, sometimes you play off a gut that's fine happened. and then especially after that first game right because yeah. the, the Blazers cut yo, them in game what one. do you got to lose it's the eight seed one the first seed i'm like i really wanted the Blazers. those are the storylines you live for yeah. like but that's every, so rare for eight to knock yeah, out one that, right that barely happens yeah but you know i wanted to see it happen yeah. i at least wanted it to be competitive but you know it is what it is you know uh i thought it was going to be more competitive it wasn't i didn't expect the the nuggets series to be as competitive as it was so you know i guess it always depends on things like talent who shows up just circumstance injuries um but to get back to the point let's put it into context the west that we talked about from back then is completely different than the west of today and the east is different the east feels slight and actually i I won't say that but the west isn't as good as i think as it was the gap isn't as big as it was before yeah between Mm -hmm. the west and the east because the east has a few good teams now right like yeah now you have the west is still still better yeah west is still better but now you have milwaukee miami who knows what's kind of philly we have boston toronto Mm -hmm. like those are some good teams but in the west like it kind of evened out a little bit, right? It's not so top heavy where yeah. now you have like four or five teams. Yeah. Any of those teams could make it now. Yeah. And once the Warriors come back, however they come back, if they add yeah. Giannis. That's going to be another little. That's another team yeah. you have to worry about, right? Yeah. Because um, like, when, when people who use that argument, it's not for like ever and ever and ever. 
when we talked about that, it was for Kobe's era, right? Like we had we had Kobe's back. So you got to respect us. Yeah. We had Kobe's back when LeBron was on the East. And our point was is that okay, Kobe might not have made it every year, but look what Kobe had to go through every year. The Popovich, yeah. Duncan, yeah. Spurs, yep. the Carmelo Nuggets were a beast of a team. If Even that, the D'Antoni Suns were good back then too. Yeah, oh my yeah, yeah that yeah. you got an MVP, two-time MVP with and Amari Steinmeier in his prime. Mm-hmm. That was a really and a good bunch team. of role players that made that shit work. So Sean that Murray, that yeah. was the purpose. So all these Laker fans that are now are like, see, LeBron could do it. Now they're like t- totally. I'm like, put this shit into context, my man. Well, Put you know, it into there's some people that uh, they're big LeBron fans who hated the Lakers, and these people mm-hmm. never really jumped on the bandwagon. And then there's Laker fans who hated LeBron who never embraced him. I remember that those people, look so, those people look yeah. so Maz, stupid right now. Maz, you were talking about this this morning. What what were the Lakers fans doing? With Wasn't the, there a mural painted for LeBron? Yeah, and the, some Lakers some fans people, were yeah. like defacing it over there was and over a lot again. Of Laker fans yeah. who just did not want to embrace this guy. They hated him. Yeah, but those guys now are the guys that are celebrating in Staples. Oh, those are, those yeah. are guys on Twitter. Yeah, Same yeah. Guys. So one thing I want to ask you guys is So I've been fortunate enough to see six titles Right And about 20 plus years as being a Lakers fan Six titles I've seen titles when I was 16, 26, 36 Every stage of my life Okay, I want to ask you guys As lifetime Knicks fans If the Knicks ever win in your lifetime How are you going to celebrate? What are you going to do? I'm punching people in the (laughs) face, motherfucker It's going to go down Oh my god, I don't know I'm not a big drug person, but... (laughs) Uh, I might start taking a lot. As, like, will that one title? Will, will that be like wash away everything that's happened in the past? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Yeah. I would be okay if we only won one, and then never and again. We never yeah. won again. Yeah. yeah. I, can, I can live with that. I'll take one. I, I understand that because obviously in, in basketball I've been blessed, but in yeah. football. My team has never won, and all I want to see is one Super Bowl. Yeah. And after that, I'm good. See, this That's is all I need. This, folks, people listening, this is how you know Shaq is a solid dude, a real sports fan. 100%. He's a Vikings fan yeah. when it comes to the NFL. So if anybody out here questions this man's loyalty to purple and yellow, his purple and yellow <laughs> runs <laughs> everywhere. It all right? runs deep. It hey, runs deep. All, all, all my clothes match. Okay? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I understand you guys, man. Yeah. All, all you want to see is that one title, and yeah. then you're good for the rest of your life, right? You're good. Yeah. You live off that hey it's right now there's a generation of Celtics fans who are doing that because that 08 title that's all yeah. they have oh yeah that's true there's that's a, true there's a, there's I a, mean there's a group of Pistons fans who are living off 04 still 100% yeah. yeah so that's all you need luckily for me uh, growing up I was a Yankees fan I don't care about baseball anymore but I got a bunch of rings with those guys Giants Giants fan once I got two like baseball I'm not saying I retired off yeah. of once the, the second the Giants got their second ring I was like I'm out that's it. What did you say good. to me earlier? You checked out? I checked out. He checked I was out. like, I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> he checked out. I ghosted on him. I just was like, yo, I got, I got my two rings. I was with you all, ride or die. That's it. You did well by me. I'm not paying attention. Whether you're good, you're bad, you win another one, I'm gone. That's it. I, I got what I wanted. Okay. I'm going to set up a scenario for you, okay? Let's say the, okay. the Knicks have game seven in the finals. Okay. Yeah. And you have a chance to spend like 10 Gs on a ticket. Are you guys paying the money to go? I don't got money like that, homie. I don't have money like that, but that's a once in a lifetime kind of situation. But imagine they lose and you're out 10 G's and you lost. I think I commit suicide. Maz, you know how I get. (laughs) There's a reason I don't watch a lot of games, and that's to keep my brain like working. I get a huge 
sports anxiety is, right anxiety not yeah. even that sports is the Stress. only thing if i'm playing basketball and my team loses i'm okay if i'm watching basketball and my professional team loses i want to kill people break tv stuff like that that's something that people who don't watch sports will never will understand, never understand. Yeah. And they think it's crazy but like mm-hmm. we get so invested in these games and mm-hmm. like yeah. it doesn't go our way it can affect you for like days it's heartbreaking weeks, yeah right the, yeah the only other like sport i kind of feel similarly to this is um and it's not even a sport. It's one fighter. Yeah. You probably feel the same way. 100%. Khabib. Uh, yeah, Khabib. I am Khabib. so invested in Khabib as Khabib. a fighter. Yeah. Khabib. 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 Like, if he ever loses, it would destroy you. I right? would destroy me. That's why I'm okay with him fighting one or two more times <laughs> and then reaching 30 and 0. And then ghosting and re- on and us. Retiring ghosting. And retiring. Just, yeah. just go out on don't, top. Don't man. even say nothing. I don't want you to yeah. ever lose, man. Yeah. And if he loses, I'm going to come up with a, a ton of excuses like his, yeah. his father just passed away. Like everything. <laughs> hey. Like all this good. I already had the excuses in my head. This is what people said about Tyson back when he lost. Goes to Bustin, yeah. Douglas, yeah. Oh, his trainer died. And, he and it's 100% true. <laughs> true. It's true. And yeah. it's 100% oh, true. He lost his way after that. Model? Yeah, he yeah. Lost his way. But I'm so proud of Mike Tyson, what he's become recently. Like if that, you, that guy, talk about like a life story. Yeah. yeah. If, if, so they made a movie that's coming out with Jamie Foxx. He's playing Mike Tyson, yeah, right? I saw a short little one minute intro. It looks so good. It's gonna be. I'm not even a huge like. It's gonna be. First of all, I hate Jimmy Fox, but like, really? I just don't like the guy. But like, I want to watch this movie because there's one thing he can do, and he can like, he he like killed it as Ray Charles. Like he right. can he's good at impersonating roles. people. He's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So I think. He, oh, if you see his Mike Tyson, it's so good. Oh, I'm I'm excited because you know, there's there's a lot of source material, so he could. And if you're a good imitator, yeah. you have tons of source material. Oh, that should be. Wasn't that there so another good. Tyson movie though? With Michael J. White, yeah, well, there was. In, I never in saw like it, but the there 90s was. Nineties that came oh, out. Yeah, yeah, I always see it on Netflix. It's on my list. Well, technically your list. <laughs> yeah. I, so, uh, did we talk about that last <laughs> nah, time? No, we never oh, talked man. about that. Yeah. So I gave Maz my Netflix account, and then one day we're chilling at his crib, and uh, we we're trying to watch something, and then Maz is like, "Oh yeah, let me look at my list. Mind you, it's my account." So I was like, <laughs> "Wait, hold up. What you mean my list? I mean you don't use it. I don't, don't use, use it. Yeah. I'm just starting to realize that your like recommendations are completely different from stuff Honestly, you watch. Honestly, it would probably improve depending on the shit he watches because I just watch like uh, a bunch of documentaries of we kind of have shit. we align though. Yeah, we align. Music to, yeah. and, uh, movie it's, it's yeah. pretty similar. Yo, I know we're the king of sidetracks, but let's go back to, uh, to this whole Lakers thing. Okay. So, Dwight was a good move. I called it. I thought that they had a great team. Comparing them to the Clippers, I was like, this team is huge, though. So, like, people want to say duo, whatever. Well, let's shout out our co-replacement host, yeah. Dula, who said okay. that the Clippers were the deepest team in the league. And this is a guy who knows basketball. He yeah. said that. So <laughs> you got to put some weight on that. See, I, I listen to people that have way more knowledge than me because I don't really have a lot. Yeah. I never really saw the depth. With the Clippers? I knew they had a good team. I, I saw the depth, yeah. I thought they... I wasn't sold as far as like the deepest team in the league because yeah. there were a few other deep teams. But like... Because Morris didn't get there till the Knicks traded him. So like you have to think about it this way. They were saying it before they even got Morris. Yeah, mm-hmm. they said in the beginning of the season. Yeah. So like, okay, Lou Williams was a, is a monster six man, right? Uh, he disappeared. In the he dis- yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. telling, it's the wings, man. The wings. <laughs> yeah, um, Montrez Harrell. You had a young <clears throat> prospect in Landry Shamet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you have obviously Pat Bev who. It's just an annoyance. He does his you job, want but him on yeah. your team, you know that kind of thing. But, so. You know, he's if he's your starting point Zubach, guard, Zubac, yeah, the one that got away, the one that yeah, got the away, the one that got away. I don't know why you guys gave him up. I think he was a solid. I you, love that guy. I, yeah. I thought he'd be around for a long time, but you know, mistakes happen. Yeah. Um, see, like that's one of the things I'm saying with LeBron. 
They he got rid of Zubak. Zubak was like, yo, okay, maybe next year he won't be amazing, but your third th- year you th- need a cheap I th- guy. I think he got he was gone before LeBron came. I don't think yeah. so. I think they got him after last. No, I think season. he was gone before yeah, LeBron. Yeah, I think that season yeah. before we traded him for Mike. Mus- what's the guy's name? Muscala. 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 Yeah. Was, that guy never even played. He garbage. Was garbage. All right, I take that back. Was still <laughs> bad. Mis- oh, that, then that's some Magic Johnson's so, fault. Then shit. You were a believer in this Lakers team from the beginning. No, no. As far as I'd, not being as bad as some of these people were saying, you said that their team actually was better than the media was. One hundred percent. I for. I love Kawhi as a player. Yeah. I love everything he's about. So I wanted him to win. Um, but I was never. This is the. F- Beyond anything, my main concern was, are these guys going to play enough games together? Because in the whole season, either one was injured or the other was injured. Yeah. I was like, at the end of the day, even if you guys are telling me they're really good on paper, I'm like, they got to play the mesh. I they- think that was one of their biggest downfalls, to be honest. Yeah. That they didn't play enough games together. You can't do this like, because their whole thing was uh, the load management. They were to the point where like, they were um, resting Kawhi even when he wasn't hurt. He was sore because yeah. mm-hmm. they're just worried about his tendinopathy thing coming off, you know, yeah. with the Spurs and all that. So they were resting him. And then PG obviously has a shoulder injury that who knows what the hell is going on with that. But the media was saying that uh, between Davis and Kawhi, that Kawhi, you can put him on any team yeah. and he'll mesh right away. And Davis, you can't do that. That's what I, they were saying. I, mm. I don't know. I, I don't. That. I don't know if anybody said that, but I could they, see no, why all they over would say Twitter. That. Yeah. I've seen it. Like because yeah. now that we've won, all this stuff is coming back. Where so this is uh, this is. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you yeah. off, but I see a lot of these uh, new Twitter uh, LA fans and stuff, and they're like, "You guys always said this. You guys always said that." Is it fans saying it, or is everybody just taking what the media is saying as what fans are saying? And like, mind you, there's only five guys in the media that have this much spread. Is it because well, I don't think is like yeah. so the, the Lakers have a lot of people who don't like them, right? Because right. They're one of those teams that you just, if you're not a fan of them, you're going to hate them, right? Mm-hmm. And so these people didn't want to buy into the Lakers okay. with LeBron and AD. And then you have the media who, for some reason, well, we know some of the reasons with Wadge and like Winhorse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Winhorse. If you're the guys, I guess Kawhi had just coming off that amazing playoff run, right? And he's joining a team that's already pretty good. And now they get Paul George. So, like, on paper, that's a great team. Mm-hmm. And so you're thinking that, okay, LeBron's 35. He missed the playoffs last year. He got injured. Who, know how, who knows how AD is going to fit into yep. his team? And so you're going to think that, okay, the Clippers are clear favorites, right? Which is what a lot of the media thought. And then you're thinking that, yeah. okay, on the East, what if, like, the, once the Bucks get to the finals, that's another tough team to yeah. beat. I called it from day one. You could tell them, Maz. I said the Bucks yeah, were never going to win yeah, before, before bubble. I said I had no faith in these guys. I would watch their games, and they're so hard to watch because, like, Giannis does not have enough moves yet. He has that. Nope. It's not his fault. The spin move and then the, the dunk, but. The coach has the yeah. same problem with Embiid. I've said it on the show. Do not pick the ball up. At three point range, mm-hmm. my guy. So that 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 that's like so a. How do you guys think Doc Rivers is going to do on the uh, Sixers? Terrible. Oh, I think it's going to be bad. Do you yeah. think it's a full rebuild or just like a move a few pieces here and there? Nah. Do you think that uh, Embiid and uh, Simmons have to? <sighs> I don't sp- know, man. I I kind of like. I used to like Philly because they were one of the teams I would root for, just because I like Ben Simmons, I like Embiid. But I don't know if this experiment is ever going to work. Well, anymore. They made a yeah. Big mistake. Not keeping Butler, right? And that Reddick. Was a huge and Reddick. Yeah. And Reddick. Yeah. yeah. And they had, uh, what's his name? Uh, Covington. Covington, who, who, sorry. They, yeah, had, they had pieces good there. Team. And when, the, yeah. when they got uh, Butler and then when they traded for Tobias, mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, yeah. this team could be it. 
But like I'm mean, in hindsight, they were one bounce away from That's who true. knows. That's true. It had that shot from Kawhi didn't if it didn't go in, they would have faced the Bucks. And then probably they would have beat the Bucks and then they maybe would have went to the finals. Yeah, because that worst team didn't yeah. have Durant in yeah. play. So, so you know, you always, you always got to think ba- about that basically kind of stuff. Almost, actually, look, Clay got injured later, but basically anybody who from the East that would have made it had a 90% they chance. They had a good chance of winning. Yeah. yeah, 90% chance if everything had happened the same, same way. way. If, yeah. if yeah. Clay got injured out and then all that shit. KD got injured. Yeah. yeah. KD was injured at that point pretty much yeah. entering the finals, but Clay got injured, what, game two, three? Something like that. So, yeah. But um, KD came back for the finals. And then that's when the Achilles... At, and then snapped yeah, again. Yeah, so... Was it the same game? No, no I think it was, it was the game, game after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... Uh, so, yeah, I, as far as the narrative goes, where, like, LeBron's playing from behind, this and that, they were short on personnel because of the contracts they had, giving AD a max, how much LeBron played, you know. But LeBron's always got vet guys that managed to come paying minimum um granted they were supposed to start like you said with boogie and then yeah. that that didn't i would have liked to have seen that yeah, yeah. he's still eligible for a ring yeah, by the way is. yep so i'm happy for him i don't think he's gonna take it though you literally didn't um, suit up once i mean he sacrificed his legs you know in training camp for uh, for that ring so yeah i don't think he i think he deserves it he's a good guy i like him I'm not, I'm, like not try- I'm, not, I'm not trying to hate. I'm just saying as far as like professional basketball yeah. players, usually they, they themselves will be like, nah, I didn't earn that shit. Don't give it to me. It also depends on like who you are. Because yeah. if you're a player that who never got that max deal, that ring is valuable, right? Down the line. That's true. Uh, but Boogie, has, he's yeah. probably good with money for the rest yeah. of his life. So. I should, uh, uh, he should be, but like, damn, that he poor bastard. paid more, yeah. He never got anywhere near a big deal that he should have. Yeah. Poor guy. The Kings never signed him to a... No, they got Big traded. Contract. He got traded before he, he traded. Got deal. He got traded to New Orleans, right? And then he mm. didn't take an extension. Yeah. And then the year, like that All Star time or after the All Star break, boom, Achilles went and he he signed for like five million. That was the monster one two punch that people thought were like oh, yeah. yeah the AD, AD thing. and Boogie yeah one yeah. two punch that didn't really you know yeah. There's a lot of those teams that like at the beginning of the season you look at them you're like wow this team can make some noise yeah. I'm gonna say, come out and say it. I, I thought the Wolves team with Cat and Wiggins and Butler would do so good I in the West. So too. I, I thought so too. I expected so too. Yeah, and didn't mesh. And then obviously we got the whole practice story. Yeah, with Jimmy and all the reserves. Oh yeah, beating Wiggins <laughs> and Cat. <laughs> <laughs> that was the start of like the the myth and the legend, right, of yeah. Jimmy Butler. Because I mean, yeah. after that he went to Philly and then he ends up in Miami. I, I mean, big ups to Jimmy Butler. He proved that he's a top dog as far as like mentality and like mm-hmm. how hard you work i mean i get it all these fans are saying that like they did it for kobe or whatever but in my opinion the guy who gets the mambo award is jimmy butler this you know bubble slash postseason yeah that guy played like that's a mambo mentality right that you don't see him flopping for calls and nothing like that he took a fifth almost the whole game to the yeah. final oh yeah he played 47 minutes yeah in game five bro I can't even play half court for five minutes yeah and he would uh, show up in big moments when the team needed him yeah mm-hmm. and you're right I don't think anybody had this heat team going to the finals nope right and he mm-hmm. took out the number one seed bucks beat the Celtics and then he took the Lakers to game six so I think we all gotta give respect to Butler yeah 100%. we have to give a lot of respect so uh, listen the Lakers got it I think most, just about 95% of the world knew that they were going to win eventually. I like the fact that the Heat, two, the heat took two games just to kind of like uh, rub it into other people's faces that like, all right, ca- calm your horses a little bit. But um, but that game six was 
That was an easy, easy game to watch. For you, I know for you guys yeah, are for bored you. by that game, but yeah. I love no, every minute all of it. Four game, all four games should have been that way. Like, uh, AD... No, no, I can't say that. I don't that. agree. I don't that's agree. complete yeah. disrespect to the Heat. I think the Heat are Warriors. Yeah. yeah. I, okay, maybe Spider-Man. you're right about that as far as like what we believe in the Heat, but Anthony Davis should be able to get... They didn't have like a... Especially after Bam got injured, like that, that homie should have been scoring 40 a game. Easy. Uh, who's going to... You know, Jimmy's definitely going to... Uh, bother LeBron because my friend told me that there's three players that give LeBron the most tr- trouble statistically and I think uh, the Miami Heat had all of them it's Jimmy Butler uh, Jay Crowder Iggy. and Iggy but is it still Iggy from like 2020 or from 2015 obviously not from 2020 yeah. but just historically speaking yeah. even his hairline it looks yeah. like it's not from hey, <laughs> shout out to Rondo's uh, brother the barber the this barber. guy like Fucked everybody's lineup. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on there? Like even the Heat team, like yeah. with Solomon Hill. Yo, Rondo doesn't oh get. Oh my it. God, Solomon he, Hill. And then you he have looks the, like a homeless guy, you have bro. Brothers, uh, patchy like beard. Oh, that's. <laughs> I don't understand I, that. I, yeah, I, th- I think... Uh, Do you think that was like a bonding thing between the Heat players to like... <laughs> to have n- bad haircuts? N- not get lined up together? <laughs> yeah, they're like, n- not by him. Not by uh, him. Um, yo, Rondo needs to get a ton of credit. He, pull, he pulled in a lot of work. Kuzma, what do you guys feel about Kuzma? He's garbage, Kuzma bro. Ass. He's garbage. He, uh, he proved to everybody what he is, and I don't think anybody wants him back. Like... In the beginning, we were hoping that this guy could develop into like a elite scorer, a couple yeah. of build around. <laughs> and that's the thing is, that I think if you ask most Laker fans last year, who would you keep? A lot of them would have said Ingram, but there's no way the Pelicans would have taken Kuzma over yeah. Ingram. Like that's and look what happened. The, the guy Ingram, he's an all star. He's an all star, yeah. Right. So uh, Kuzma, I think his time is limited. Like yeah, yeah. Paul will Pope. KCP, I love that guy. He showed he up. Showed up. Yeah. He showed up. What's funny is me and my boy had a little game. Uh, every, every time uh, Caldwell Pope would take a shot, we just give him a different first name. So I was like, well, what, what's his first name? Contavious. 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 So we were yeah. like, Contagious Caldwell Pope. Yeah. Sagittarius Caldwell Pope. <laughs> and we just kept going on. Cantogen Caldwell Pope. But um, yo, he showed up. He, he did his thing. Yeah. Rondo was the fucking MVP in my eyes for that team. Yo, he would. He dug deep. He scored. Which is like something yeah. nobody he expected. Was, there was a time in the NBA yeah. when you used to leave this guy open, yep. wide open, because yep. he had absolutely sh- shot. zero shot. Yeah. And now he's making threes hey, semi-consistently. I know what that feels like to be, <laughs> to be <laughs> left open. And oh. you guys always give me that five feet to make <laughs> yeah. a shoot, and I never take it. But hey, can you imagine credit, though? if I could shoot? Like I can't imagine how much it would change oh, oh my the game. God. Right? I would. I'm so never playing again. Now you understand like why Rondo's so dangerous because like yeah. the fact that he can do all that other stuff and yeah. now he can shoot. But this is the problem when you learn how to shoot a little bit instead of like you're like a 90 percent guy from like 10 feet in when you're driving to the basket. But if you get a little semblance of a shot, nobody goes 80 percent from the field. So like, yeah. it, it might fuck your game up. You know who he reminds me of now that he mentioned it? What? You're kind, you play like our Kawhi, but without the jump shot. Yeah. You get to your spots, and yeah. you're very efficient at very. your spots. Four, four dribbles, he gets where he needs. Yeah. No, That's the thing. No is that there's a lot of guys who you could say that I play like minus the shot. Yeah. Like you take away the shot, and you're like, you play just like him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, to your credit, though, you're trying. Yeah. You took a few little like 10 foot yeah. jump shots the other day. You and finally they all look good. Shout out to your shooting coach, Dula. Hey, yeah. I hope you actually listened to this episode. We had one session where I, I played for an hour in, in the uh, driveway, and yeah. that one hour made such a big difference. But yeah. since then, we never had a round two because uh, 
you know, just you get busy yeah. with life and then yeah. you moved away. But I definitely need to get back to that because uh, it was making a big improvement in my game. I mean, your shot looks solid, though. It's straight. It's yeah. right to the basket. Yeah. Before, I was shooting with my left hand. Just now you shoot right-handed, right? Now I shoot right-handed, right? right-handed yeah. yeah. So I made the switch. So it can happen but to I anybody. I still need to practice my left hand <laughs> dribble. <laughs> ben Simmons, you listening? I got a guy that can teach you how uh, to shoot a little bit. I don't bit. know if it for that guy. Mark Alfolds. Well, I have a conspiracy. I've talked about that. I think he was in a motorcycle crash. I think as somebody who has bad shoulders, I, I see it. Listen, um, from somebody who kind of like like is interested in anatomy, yeah. even I never heard of this fucking this syndrome he had. The uh, thoracic outlet syndrome or some like collarbone thingy going on. I'm like, what the hell kind of injury is this? Like, it's I when know, you fall off your motorcycle. I've, it's that's when you fall off yeah, your motorcycle. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So, yeah. But shout out to him. He's, he's doing pretty good in, in Orlando. He's making the best of it. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. Yeah, so, good for these guys. Yeah. Now that the NBA, NBA season is over, obviously the ratings were down in the finals. Yeah. And, you know, Trump had to chime in. And I say that it was because the, the whole China thing and because the, the NBA was so like all in on the Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, I think we all agree that the, this NBA season for what happened, they salvaged it. It was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zero yeah. cases, like I said earlier. But then look at the country, man. Yeah. Right now. The country's a joke, Damn, man. Shaq, I'm so proud of you. That transition was yeah. absolutely hey, perfect, man. That was, Give this man a clap. That was... I've been, I've been, yeah. I've been listening on every podcast. He's I have a lot of podcast out. experience. Okay? Not just been watching film. So it's not just you guys. I've been, uh, I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I think uh, once you like listen to a lot, you kind of pick up on how you're supposed to transition. Mm-hmm. But um, well, that's perfect. This whole Trump thing, you know, like I've been in Long Island now for uh, ten years, almost ten years. Yeah. Eight, I, I, eight, I'm eight. 2011 to twenty twenty, right? Yeah. yeah, and I'm ready to get out of here, man. <laughs> Yeah, you, hate, time. you hate us that much. Yeah. It's not you guys, but <laughs> hey, I ain't from Long Island. You, you guys know? aren't. Yeah, you guys grew up in Queens, but like yeah. the Long Island, like the typical Long Island person, yeah. is someone that I just do not want to be around. Yeah, and uh, almost every day now when I go out, I see that lifted Dodge Ram truck <laughs> yeah. with the Blue Lives Matter flag and the Trump yeah. flag. Almost every day I see it, and the Don't Tread on Me sticker. Yep, it's like. Small dick energy. Yeah. So, small yeah. dick energy. And these people are well to do. It's yeah. not like we're in a rural area. Yeah. Well, yeah. you guys aren't in a rural area but of it's Long all Island. over Long Island. It really yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. matter which part of Long Island you're in, but you see it. And uh, look, I know that like these magas are everywhere. Yeah. And so like even in California, I'm going to run into them, but I'm just, I'm done with Long Island, man. I'm ready to leave. I was just about to mention that because you guys are going to, uh, you and Dula are going to make a little. Uh, oh, he already d- went. Yeah. yeah, he's already there. But you guys are going to end up in Orange County, California, and you're literally going to be in the Long Island of California. Kind it, of, yeah. Yeah, you know, like you, you're literally making a side move. This is going But gonna... it's like with better weather. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to see more lifted trucks and flags all year round. The yeah. snow's not going <laughs> to. But the sun makes a big difference, man. Yeah. The sun does make a big difference. The sun does yeah. make, yeah. It, you blind, know. it blinds your eyes when you when that truck flies <laughs> by. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It's, so, it's, yeah, that's, that's the thing is that I'm going to a place that obviously yeah. it's uh, it's a big Trump country in yeah. certain pockets, but like I just feel like uh, it's a little bit more diverse with, uh, you know, there's a lot of Asians, Iranians, Afghans in that area. And so uh, I'm ready to make the move. And so more diverse than New York, Jack? Well, no, this part of Long more, Island. More, definitely than Long Island. Not yeah. New York City. New York City is obviously Queens yeah. is the most diverse place hey, in the world, I think, right? In the last 10 years, we've been mm. coming here. Well, but Long Island. Long- They've been out here for 15 years in this in this house. In this house, yeah, they've yeah. been 15 years? 15, 16 years. In the last 15 years, we've been coming here. 
How many black people have we seen, bro? There's there was one. that one guy with the two Ferraris, and then he got shot in the head because uh, in his that, pawn shop. That literally says it all. That's I've, right. I've that seen, says it all. I've only seen like two black families, one Asian family, yeah. a few brown families. But like in my yeah. son's school, his classmates are all white. And well, you guys are also in an upper middle class that's the thing. Like, that's why I don't want to live here. And you're yeah. moving to another upper middle. <laughs> Orange nah. County is a very uh, nice Could, place. Would you guys ever leave uh, New York? Since you guys are lifelong New Yorkers, could you see yourself make the move? See, Maz, you start off. I don't know. I mean, I'll go wherever my family goes. And my mom, you know, loves her brothers. Yeah. And so. so you're saying that if we all decided to go to uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, you would do it? No, no, that, that, that's a different story. I, yeah, I never yeah, said yeah. that. I never Although you said, said wherever your family goes, so I'm saying if we all decided to go move out there and drive Dodge Rams if with... If we all uh, decided to do with, it, uh, yeah. if you can't... Blue be, matter flags hey man, flying in the back. If, if 2020 yeah. doesn't work out the way it's supposed to, and he wins again, if you can't beat him, join him, son, come <laughs> like, like, on that train, he's too. Like show up as Big Al. <laughs> hey, bro, my, we owned a store once. We owned a deli. My name was Al in that store. Yep. We, we couldn't. My dad couldn't call me by my first name, bro. Damn. So I'm used to it. So I'm already kind of groomed for this. You're fine with leaving New York, huh? I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I kind of do see, see myself living here for the I rest of my life. I can see you leaving, but I can't see Moose Oh, he's never leaving. He's, he's here for life. Listen, I'm not one of those people that are like um i don't shit on other places that people want to live in the sense like you know some people they'll, they'll try to oversell new york some people try to oversell california i'm at an age right now where it's like uh, that doesn't mean much so it's not like i hate other places but if i had a choice uh what i'm used to like once you grow up in a city like this like i grew up in queens always went to school around brooklyn Manhattan, I had friends in the Bronx, Yonkers, all that. Um, I've just been surrounded by it. And then when I go to suburbs, like I thought about going to the Bay if there was like a business opportunity for me. Um, nothing really showed up, but I was, cause you know, I just needed some sort of change and I was trying to see how I could get my shit together. Um, I couldn't do anywhere other than certain pockets of California, which I think that goes for you too, Shaq. Despite three places you'd be willing to go to, San Diego again, Orange County, and then maybe the Bay. For me, like if I don't live in California or New yeah. York, there's very few other places I'd want to live in. Maybe and Denver. So, from places I've been to, yeah, mm-hmm. like Is Chicago. I, I love Chicago. Yeah. But it's it's so cold, been. but like I wouldn't mind living in Chicago. See, that's my thing. I'm not gonna leave New York. I could handle the weather here, but I cannot go someplace that is it's even, even colder. colder. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, with Chicago, it's so much cheaper to live, man. Is we, it? We could all, yeah, we could all live nice there. And one place I like that I've been to a couple times. You guys won't understand this, but Minneapolis. Yeah, bro, I can live in a mansion over there. And obviously, it's like cold as hell in the yeah. winter, but like. I wouldn't mind living out there, hey man. Hey, man, start setting it up. Yeah. Because at a certain point, easy, easy, start easy, easy, easy. Point, you have to think about quality of life, right? And so, yeah. like, if you're living in, like, New York or California, but you're living in a small little, like, studio and you're, yeah. like, miserable because you yeah. can't afford to do anything, is it really worth it to live in a place like that? Well, you're also, uh, anybody listening, Shaq's married to my cousin. Obviously, he's got two kids. So, your, your uh, perspective is a lot different. Yeah, what than, I want uh, in a place is different from what you guys, you guys are single guys, but. I just need a bed in a fridge. I think you, <laughs> uh, your taste and my taste kind of aligned though you want a backyard yeah I want, you, I want, you want yeah i want my own like uh you know i want land uh acreage i want places yeah. good schools like 
Is it boring? You know, yeah, like, who the fuck is gonna mow the lawn, acreage? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! I mean, if houses are cheap, how much is landscaping over there? Or you can bro? buy one of those lawnmowers. You just sit yeah, on. Yeah, you know? he's gonna ride on his lawnmower with his Trump sticker on it. You know, hey, but <laughs> we, we, we were talking about this today. Like, I'm all about the astroturf, the fake yeah. grass. No, no, no. I no, love no. that. My brother has it. It looks it so looks nice. It looks really good. It looks like no grass. Maintenance. Really, no, no, it no, kind of no, looks like uh, grass. Yeah, yeah. No water. You don't have to like. It's. I, I love it, but like everyone in my family is against it because. They were saying it looks ghetto, but like <laughs> after we dug deep, like yeah. my wife was thinking that we were gonna roll out the carpet that we have yeah. in the backyard, that little green carpet. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not astroturf. Oh, that's not astroturf. I'm not no. talking about that's that. Fencing. That's, yeah. that's fencing. I'm not talking about that. that they weave in between. I'm the talking fence. about the stuff you see in these new high schools. Yeah. Uh, Freeport high school has that yeah, field that's yeah. what I'm talking about it looks really good it looks it really looks nice good. not to mow it and like yep. honestly if, if it was me I think I'd get like that uh, uh those um those artistic brickworks pavement type oh, of thing yeah. with the pavers then then astroturf yeah. um otherwise I'd be like just go all the way with grass but I cause we have grass in my house but I just pay really cheap landscapers to mow it and it's still uh, grass though it's still grass not everybody nice. has that not everybody yeah. has that but I mean, there's fucking when you're in like sunny California, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you could wait. Actually, water is a problem over there, isn't it? Yeah. But you guys like, are those restrictions kind of lifted though, right? Yeah, I think so. But like, uh, it's always a risk. There's times when like if you're like uh, washing a car, like, people mm-hmm. frown on. They're like, look, what's that it was a doing? few years ago, right? During yeah, the draft, you're wasting During water. The, the draft, the yeah, drought. drought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where you even had to, I know restaurants normally bring out glasses of water. But in California, you have to request. I, I believe Probably, yeah. you have to. Request. You wouldn't want to drink their water. Yeah, the water's not really good out there. Oh, really? Tap water. Yeah, no, no. So that's oh. one thing you guys have in New York. Uh, well, good tap New York, water. New York City. Yeah. I don't know about Long Island, but New York City has really good tap water. And the only other place I've been to that has tap water as good as New York City is uh, Utah, because that water comes straight from the mountains. That oh, really? Water, that water is really yeah, good. Yeah, because ours is also mountain water. Yeah. So okay. That. So Utah is another place where. What, are, you, are you looking to get more than one no. wife, Shaq? Get the fuck out of here. You're marrying my cousin. That's no it. No way, man. I'm We're going to shotgun you. Is this some neuroscience tradition we no, don't no, know no, about? No. I was just talking about the fact that it was like it's cheap to live there. And yeah. like, if you want that acreage, yeah. you can always go to Utah, man. I don't know. I mean, as far as like... Uh, hey, they got a good basketball team, bro. They do have a solid basketball I'm, team I'm for ready now. to jump for now. ship. For now. <laughs> I'm ready. You're ready to move anywhere that has I'm a ready to basketball jump. team. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't see myself in most of those places. Um, just pockets in Cali. But it, I need like... At this point, because I'm not making it in New York. If, if I had like a huge opportunity to finally get my shit together, I'd have to consider it. So is it for you? Is it a combination of like having that opportunity and then being surrounded by like friends and family? Like, yeah. If you have enough friends and family and you have a good like income you'd be you'd be fine right i think so like well, my, in, in my, these areas yeah my yeah. my uh, brother and sister live in i've mentioned in uh, virginia and like that's all my family but i ref- i cannot live in virginia well, that's like southern almost southern virginia so. yeah but yeah. even even if it was dc or yeah. northern virginia i couldn't do it there's there's just nothing going on like i'm curious to see the area you guys are living in um cuz at the end of the day you guys have been here like 8 years or you've been yeah. here like 10 years and like my cousins grew up here um talk is cheap in one sense i think you guys are going to have a great time there however a lot of the things that you're used to or it's they're de- used to it's definitely to, an adjustment yeah yeah cuz like um as far as I'm assuming, as far as like places to go, certain events, stuff like that, it's going to be um, limited compared to what you have in New York City. Are which ta- maybe, ta- yeah, yeah. And I, and I that's don't fine think, for me. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, Medina, your wife, I yeah. don't think 
you guys got kids. You probably don't give that a shit. Nightlife is something that's yeah. like on the bottom of the list for yeah. things I want from where I live. And I know for young people, that's all they care about. And yeah. when it comes to OC, it's like there's not much nightlife, man. You have yeah. Irvine Spectrum, and so you have some hookah lounges, <laughs> and that's pretty yeah. much it, man. If you want nightlife, you got to go to LA or even San yeah. Diego. But uh, for me, like all I want is you know just a nice house. A nice movie theater close by. Yeah, I feel a, that. A park with a basketball court and a football field. And yeah. I'm happy, man. Yeah. See, that's uh, I'm really interested to see. Because Dulla, th- that boy, he needs, uh, what do they call it? Uh, stimulus? Stimulus, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and, my, and my cousin, uh, his wife is, is a, a foodie and she likes to go out. So this is going to be, cope with it. But you know what? Before they could even cope with it, at the moment, we're not doing anything because of all the COVID shutdowns and stuff. How do you guys have you guys started to transition to like pre COVID life? Because you were mentioning theaters out in yeah, Orange County. So, so. Um, I'm a big movie theater guy. Like I love going to movies. I know that some people think it's gonna be it's being phased out, but I just love the experience of uh, going to a theater with a popcorn and a drink and watching a movie for, for two three hours. So, uh, actually, a few weeks ago, me Dola and uh, his wife, my sister in law. We all decided to drive out like an hour and a half to Jersey because in Jersey the movie theaters are open, mm-hmm. but in Long Island they're still closed. So we had to drive to Jersey, and uh, I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. So Tenet came out, I'm mm-hmm. like, I gotta watch it, right? So uh, we made to drive like an hour and a half. You know, we we'll get some food before the uh, before the movie, and uh, the movie theater itself was pretty empty, but there were a few changes where they wouldn't allow refills. Oh, popcorn. No. So really, what we do is we eat the popcorn during the previews, and then yeah. before the movie starts, we go get the second one, right? Uh huh. So he goes, it comes back, and the the bucket's gone. I'm like, what happened? It's like, oh, they don't give refills. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was I was so like surprised. I was like, but it makes sense. Like they'll get rid the, of that. The but surface then, to surface contact. But then I was like, probably. okay, why can't they just give us a new bucket? Yeah. And, but and he said that he yeah. asked them like, can you just yeah. give me a new bucket? And they were no, no, no. So that sucked. But um, the movie itself, Christopher Nolan always delivers. Yeah. Okay. And so the movie was good. Confusing, which I think is a common theme. 100%. I, don't, like, I think I'm a, kind of a smart guy, but I got lost, man. And all three of us, we walk out like, I like the movie, but I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so we go home, like on a, we have an hour and a half drive and I'm on my phone trying to like discuss read the up movie. on Reddit, like, you know, like what part we missed and like and we're thinking about theories and then I, I watched like a 10 minute uh, video on YouTube that explained it and I'm like yeah. oh it cannot make sense it's still confusing okay. as fuck but it's <laughs> made a little bit more sense but I mean to be fair though did we all not feel like that watching Inception too? Yeah. Inception or Interstellar took, Interst- it, well yeah Interstellar also took prestige. like a good two or three watches yeah. to, yeah. to watch kind of figure like it three out. four times right? yeah but uh I definitely recommend uh, watching that movie. And if you guys are ready to go back to the movies, that's Jer- the movie Jersey's right it? there. And, okay. uh, you know, it's not full anymore. Like you get pretty much the whole theater to yourself. So the seating should be great. Seating's great. Yeah. So I, I definitely recommend it. Yeah. I've been looking forward to Tenet for a while. It's probably, is it fair to say it's the only blockbuster that yeah. came out? Every it, other thing yeah. got either postponed or Wonder Woman digital got digital release. Uh, but, uh, Mulan. Chris Nolan digital. was really big on, he yeah. said, I know I'm going to keep it in theaters because like, that's the way the movie should be watched. Mm-hmm. How did it do box office wise money? So, for during a pandemic, it didn't do as bad as okay. like you would think, but it also, I mean, it would have made way more money. So, me and my brothers have a uh, fantasy league for movies, and 
I had a, such a good draft and then the whole season went to shit because of this pandemic. So oh. uh, I feel you on yeah. that. The one time I did a basketball fantasy, I drafted Rose as my first pick and then he got, uh, it was the second injury, not the first one. Ooh, so damn. it was preseason, boom, gone. Hey, the same thing happened to me this year with uh, football. I drafted Saquon number two. Oh. Yeah, has, my season's done with. But. Which is also funny. I was in your WhatsApp group for this football thing and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool that they included me. But I'm like, I don't Just really for commentary. watch. I don't watch football. <laughs> yeah. And then like your brother was like, "Oh, I added the wrong Ali." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, I think you did." <laughs> and then he removed me, bro. So I he would have kept me in the group at least. <laughs> like shit. Yeah, it's like it's it's pretty uh, funny, like the back and forth. So like, yeah. even if you're not in the league, it's pretty yeah. fun to chime in every now and then. Sometimes yeah. it's just trash. entertainment, baby. Just I, I mean, I have one friend who's a Jets fan, and I always just poke fun at her because I always do that. Yeah. yeah. So back to the movie thing. Are you? Do you guys think it'll go soon? I, I mean, would love to go, to be honest. Yeah, I yeah. missed the movie theater experience. And I didn't even go that much to begin with. I would go maybe like... Most of the times I'd go, I would probably go with you. It's fair to say, right? Yeah, I think yeah, at we, least 80%. We'd go to like maybe two or three movies a year. Well, I have A-list, so yeah. I'm going, I try to go... Like, I hope you're not still paying for that, are no, you? No, it got suspended. Okay. Yeah. So even with this movie... I didn't want to reactivate my account because then it's like you have to keep watching it. So mm-hmm. I actually paid just for the ticket. Is, th- is that the company that's about to go out of business? So Regal did, I believe that they went out of business, right? Regal did, yeah. I don't okay. even see if they filed for bankruptcy, but that's always just something these companies do to mm-hmm. recoup some of their money. But they're okay. still open. so They're still open, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no end in sight in New York, though. Yeah. Uh, New York still hasn't lifted those restrictions when yeah. it comes to movies. With Jersey, man. So, well, every, yeah. t- every time we get close, there's uh, pockets that fuck it up. So for me, yep. I, we I, before like the reintroduction of some of these closures start, um, I, we had some boys from the Bay come through. Shout out to Walid, Fifi, and uh, Koga Daddy, who's an avid listener. Um they were here for a week and yo, we were and they had just opened up indoor seating, but it only at twenty five percent. Um I think we only did it one time, but we went indoors, otherwise it was outdoors. You know, we went to Williamsburg, the city, uh, parts of Queens and uh, it, it felt it's, nice it's to some, be out and about. In some ways it was better this way because it wasn't as crowded and you know, like the city's different now compared to before. Very. So yeah, in we some went ways, out together. It's better, right? In yeah, some yeah. ways obviously you're you're missing out on stuff, but I had a good time the few days I came out with you yeah. guys, and so I know that these guys enjoyed it. And uh, I mean, the, it, it 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 wasn't normal, but it still felt yeah. really good. The and food, the food's still there. The food's still good. Yeah, the food's still there, so that yeah. was great. I um, enjoyed it as well. Joy Tali, bro. But it's crazy that you mentioned one of the things that it wasn't as crowded because. All these restaurants have outdoor seating now, which takes up parking. Parking, yeah. Yeah, parking still hasn't been as bad as it was pre-COVID, even though there's still cars out and about and all these plots are yep. taken. So There was a few times I went into the city, I found yeah. parking right away, right across where I need to be. And so... Uh, and which never happens. Yeah, that never happens. And then like also like door to door from here to like midtown it's like 35 minutes for me sometimes oh, yeah man. wild wow it's like under 30 minutes for me to get to williamsburg yeah uh, that, that's one thing i like i wish i could stay like these that. are like welcome yeah. changes yeah. we want yeah you know all yeah. these people left and then like people are just not going back like they used to so i mean for the people who do who are going to the city yeah. you see a lot of benefits i mean look at the the housing market like on long island apparently people from the city are leaving and they're trying to buy whatever they can yep. in Long Island. So yeah, that's every suburb yeah. now. I think you know, nationally, people are afraid of, of living in cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they don't have to because they work from home. It's, yeah, it's changed everything. Yep, I think that's changed everything for us too. Because once everything became remote, 
we don't have to be here anymore. So yeah. you could still have like your same job living mm-hmm. in the place where you want to live. So if you want to make that move to like Utah, yeah, yeah this is the time to do it. <laughs> was that a big factor and probably sealing the deal for you? Yeah, in, in moving to us, so it was always up in the air. Like it was always something we wanted to do, and this pandemic kind of brought the change. It, yeah, yeah. It kind of just like pushed it forward. Like this is the perfect opportunity to do it. So, because uh, the the OC's job market isn't like it is here, right? I mean, I'm looking right now. I'm looking myself, and I do see a lot of jobs there. But like, obviously, it's not like you know Manhattan. Nothing compared to New York. So yeah, but uh. I haven't seen like too much of a difference for me for my field, but uh, yeah, that's the thing now is that you could, you could have a job in New York and just work remote from Orange County. So that works out. Yeah. I mean, not, it's COVID at least has helped people in that sense. But yeah. um, so that's like a not normal, but it's a new normal, yeah. I guess. So that's yeah. that's okay. There's some things that will never go back yeah. to how they were before, right? Yeah. yeah. One thing is. I hope we never have to shake hands anymore because <laughs> <laughs> you were never a big handshake. I don't to like shaking hands. Yeah. And then now that you know, yeah. we know how much germs we carry in our yeah. hands. And like, you know how dirty some people are. They don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes if you've gone to a bathroom and you see someone don't wash your hands. that just walks straight up, oh, that's so gross. And knowing that this guy's going to later so touch something gross. else. And then, like, okay, so that's an improvement. So I'm fine in never touching hands again. Yeah. For me, if we're, if we're close, give me a hug. If we're not, a wave is fine. Yeah. 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 What about you, Maz? You, uh, you made it back to the gym at least i did i did granted my gym is kind of an outlier because mm-hmm. uh we we at tops when we're packed it's like 30 people up there right which is not a lot by gym standards correct so you never have to really wait for i never have machine. to wait for equipment yeah. i don't really have to share and if i do share you know people are cool we we clean stuff before we clean stuff yeah, after yeah. But right now, my gym is like a ghost town. I, I can't say the same thing for other gyms. I know I mm-hmm. definitely it's not as packed as it used well, to be. Well, it's also because your gym does have a lot of older people, so those people might not be around anymore. That's also very true. Yeah. I, I've only <laughs> seen one guy who is one of my regulars, my old guy, Sam. He's the only person that showed Sam up. Sam Malone. Sam. The rest of them, Judy, Elaine, and Damn, uh, Irby, and Bernie. Hey, you, you, you got a sitcom running right now. And you you got to check I, on those people. Yeah. I, I, some, like, I don't because house 99% calls, of them I don't fucking like. Except for <laughs> Sam. Sam is are, my are man. They all, are they all MAGAs? Yeah, some of them are MAGAs, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, Long so. Island, baby. What's up yeah. with me? But yeah, my gym is full of older older people, yeah. and, um, and they're always just using the treadmill. They always use the treadmill. The yeah, right so. I used to go with Ali for like yeah. four or five months in between uh, jobs, and this is right around the time where Medina was pregnant with Isaac. Right before, so yeah, I had all this free time, and the yeah. first time in my life, I went to the gym on a regular basis, and me and him were going like four days a week, two hours at a time. Yeah, right. We saw results, man. Yeah. Two hours also with like about. 20, 25 minutes, a lot of the steam. Yeah. We used oh, to do yeah. the steam and sauna. Yeah. You treated him well. Yeah. It, which was good because I never take advantage of the steam room, to be honest. You have to. It feels and so I good. And I did with him. So when yeah. we used to go, and I remember, I remember the this, first time you went, you were only there for like a few minutes. Because right? I couldn't really handle couldn't it. Breathe. Yeah. If you're not used to it, it's hard to breathe in that with all that steam coming, and especially mm-hmm. after you just work out for two hours. But then, like, after a while, you build up tolerance and you can stay longer and longer. Yeah. And, and it just feels so good on the body yeah. after a workout. Yeah. And, and you step into that in front of the mirror. And you see the definition. Yeah, <laughs> I remember the the best thing I ever heard from him was like, 
after about a few weeks of going. Oh, I think he, it was a few months of going. A few months. He said that uh, Medina, my cousin, like complimented him on what? Like your bicep or something? I think my shoulders. Your shoulder yeah. definition. Yeah. And I was just like, I just like a single tear rolled down my yep. cheek. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> Proud father and, moment. And then Isaac was born and then uh, I was it. Yep. Never again. Never again. See, we were going for like four or five months. We were going, yeah. And then COVID happened. It, was, it wasn't oh, a, my a that, that sucked. Everything happens, man. One day moves, I swear I will never forget this. Two o'clock in the morning, he texts me. He's like, I think I need to start going to the gym. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. He's finally coming. He's turning around. <laughs> yeah. And he started to come in. After years of completely, that's Year, it. Because I keep telling him, I'm like, because this guy, like, if he loses some weight and he built some, put some muscle, he's got like that, you know, Mr. Olympia classic physique. I got wide kind. shoulders. He's got wide shoulders. And your waist isn't that big, to be honest. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long so, time. So, you know, you know. have... The, the structure there to be like a freak if you actually like work out. Can you imagine uh, like a in shape moose driving on you in basketball? We, we funny thing is we literally talked about this before. Yeah. We were like, because you know we play pickup with a, with a few of our boys. We play like once a week, twice a week sometimes, and we were just talking about it. We we're like, yo man, if we were both fifty pounds lighter. Could be dominated right now. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it, it'd be a problem for a lot of people yeah. if me and you were 50 pounds lighter. We're like those guys that get into the NBA that never matriculated because they didn't put in the time. Yeah. But like like Michael Beasley, if that guy really tried, he'd be like a, a, a superstar, but just yeah, didn't. a nutcase. Came, came up yeah. short. But that's a big part of it, too. Like, yeah. you know, like. So I, I didn't quit going with you because of my own laziness. It's just you had the COVID. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. yeah. COVID. But I do have a little sap in my basement and. I did tell you to come and uh, nigga, I ain't going to your basement. That's like a hundred percent humidity. It's and not shit. that bad. Uh, it is. That's the best like uh, settings for like a good workout. That's right? a dungeon kind of workout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get yeah. Your Listen, if if I had the money, I'd be equinoxing. You're it up, sweating so. everything out. <laughs> yeah, uh, you are. Uh, hey. By the way, I'm totally against those like equinox and uh, lifetime. Oh, those those pamper those, yeah. those gyms that pamper you. Luxury yeah. gyms. Like I don't know. I know some people love that, but like nah. I'm more of like a 24-hour fitness or a, just like a, you know, LA fitness. Price, LA fitness. Yo, is it 24-hour fitness some money? Uh, it's not too bad. It's not too yeah. bad, but it's it is. It's not on the level of the, those places. It's like 100, yeah. right? Well, it's, it's like 50. They have different memberships where like you can get the membership that gets you access to every gym. Yeah. And they have like the super like 24-hour fitness yeah. that have like the everything. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm fine. Like the the one that you go to, your gym, that was fine yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah I mean, Planet Fitness because I had like two memberships at the time. Uh, one for my local Planet just mm-hmm. to do cardio or something on off days. Again, COVID like literally just came in and fucked all the plans up. Um, I'm okay with Planet, even though they don't have like a freeway bar, which is what I basically yeah. So uh, I think work it depends on like who you are and what yeah. you're doing. Like, yeah, if I was the kind of guy that was going to the gym every day and like for two hours, then I could kind of see. Using one of those like nice gyms, but yeah. like, but I mean, where think I am of, at my life right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I was a guy who's spending two, three hours, yeah. if I'm gonna shower in the gym, apparently, like the showers are amazing. There, you gotta take full advantage of it. Yeah, right? yeah you gotta yeah. take full advantage. Some if people, you have the means, yeah, why not? But if you go there for twenty minutes to go on an yeah. elliptical, walk ju- out, exactly, not even shower. Exactly. Not exactly. My first time going to a gym, I was twenty-two years old, and this guy at school, he he got me to sign up. I wanted to get in shape, right? But like, I would go there and. I didn't, if you don't know how to use the weights, yeah, it's scary. You don't want to go there and use it wrong. Yeah, so I would literally just stay on the treadmill and the elliptical the whole time, and I never went across the line into the weights. And like, it's, it's intimidating. So it like, is. It is definitely. Uh, That's why I like you, Shaq. You don't see results, and then you stop going. Yep. So yep. I think I did it for. Like, I think I paid for the membership for like a year, but mm-hmm. I really only use it for like a month. 
And then I just never went after that. And then it wasn't until you came and you showed me how to do everything. Yeah. yeah. That makes a big difference when you got a guy that knows what he's doing. I appreciate that, man. I and was, honestly, I, I respect you, Shaq, because yeah. usually it's the opposite problem. People who come into the gym first are overconfident no. and just start picking up weights yeah. and start doing stupid shit. Like, I did all my research years ago yeah. when I was first starting off and trying to do it. And, like, I read books. I was on the internet. I, I create, you know, I follow people's programs. Mm-hmm. But, like, then you go in and you see, like, grown-ass men and women just, like, freelancing. And I'm like, oh, God, well, you, you're just asking for I was hurting. going to a gym in San Diego and, like, California in general. It's, you know how it is. Over the, it's all about the image, right? And yeah. Like, looking, like, everyone's going to the gym and everyone has, like, six-packs and, like, yep, in yep, shape. Yep. So mm-hmm. when you go there, <laughs> like, you're, you're a newbie, it's... Intimidating? You don't want to, yeah. like, look like an idiot. So. You don't want to sit there and, like... Do the leg press yeah. or do it wrong. And we all see those videos, yeah, right? Yeah, you see a leg press fail yeah. and you're just like, yeah. I was the same way. Like when I first stepped into the gym, I was like, yo, I don't want to. I still, to this day, actually, sometimes I don't use certain machines because um, I'm like, yo, I don't know how to do it. So, yeah. like, they're not like lifting machines, though. They're cardio, which is, I don't do cardio, <laughs> but still, it's like the Jacob's Ladder thing. I'm like, yo, yeah. I'm going to look like an idiot doing this shit. But, like, I never used it. So, when you don't do something, and it's yeah. your first time, you know, it's, it's definitely intimidating. Yeah, that's that's true things. for a lot of other things in life, too. Have you guys started? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Uh, have you guys started up anything new because of the COVID? Like, well, for me, basketball, because uh, yeah. prior to this like uh, run that we've had, I didn't touch the basketball like almost 10 years. And, yeah, uh, same. I, I just didn't want to get back into it. And then obviously you lose all your skills. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I'm going to suck. And then um, Dula, he was here and he's a big basketball guy. And then, it just started out as like, oh, we're bored. Let's get a hoop for the driveway. And then yeah. eventually a few of you guys started coming around and we used to just play like two on two or three on three. And then or we, horse. And yeah. horse. Yeah. And we realized that this driveway was going to cut it anymore. So then mm-hmm. we, we started going to the park. And then from there, it's like yeah. you get better as the more you go. So that's one thing that I'm glad I've gotten back into. And uh, the basketball, in addition to my intermittent fasting, I've lost 10 pounds. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Nice. I think so, I lost 10 as well. Yeah, it's made a big yeah. difference. So. My mom mentioned the other day when you came over. Oh, really? Yeah, she's like, yeah, oh, I'm still shit. Yeah. Pat myself on the back for that one. So, yeah, Although so. it's been like three months. So for somebody that weighs as much as I do, 10 pounds in like four <laughs> months isn't as impressive. But still, I mean, for Shaq, though, that, yeah, that, all you got is 10 pounds. And, then, and the beautiful thing is, like, I'm still eating the same stuff as I did, was before. Mm-hmm. Because there was times in the past where I tried, you know, shed some like five pounds for a wedding or something. Right. And I'm like cutting out pizza. Yeah. Not eating rice. Like very barely eating. But like now I'm still eating burgers. Mm-hmm. I'm still eating pizza. I'm just eating from an eight hour window. And yep. it's working for me. And then that extra activity is making a big Plus the extra yeah. activity. Yep. That's what it is. The and basketball. you get a lot more of your calories for that eight hours. So it's working yeah. out. Yeah. No, that's uh, good. It's, it's worked out for all of us, except for me. Because well, I'm you still Ali. trash at basketball, man. Oh, shut the hell up. He, still he, trash. He, this he, guy shows up the first time after a month, and he's coming, he's draining shots already. That's yeah. in practice, though, and he's bro. Like that's he's trash. always practice. That's yeah. practice. I used to, when I my first college I went to, I went to LIU in, in Brooklyn, and there was this one kid that used to, uh, I had a big break during my classes, so I had like a two-hour break, break, so I used to go and play ball, and he was always in the gym. Later on, I found out that he was a walk-on, actually, for the school. And um, this dude would be doing, like, 360 dunks and warming up in the gym. Ugh, dreams. Yeah, and, like, I used to play with him a few times. He's a cool dude, too. Very humble, too. Never really went that hard when he was playing pickup with us. Yeah. Obviously, since he's a walk-on. But it, there used to be this Asian kid that used to come, and he was draining all these shots. And when you see him warm up, you, this dude would not miss a shot. 
And then I was like, yo, this guy, is he really like that? He's like, oh, he's a practice shooter. Oh. And I never heard that term before up until Sasha then. Sasha Vujicic. Yeah. Pra- yeah, Sasha. The machine. The machine. The machine. A guy who will never miss in practice. There's well, a lot of guys like that. There's a NBA. lot of people like that. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you're not like that. Uh, I'm kind of like that. Maz gets upset with himself because he doesn't score 80% of the points. That's not for, what I said. And I think that's not what you said, but it, 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 that's basically what it feels like. He also doesn't shoot as much as he should. And so when he shoots, yeah. he makes like he has a good percentage. He's one of our better shooters. 100%. He just doesn't shoot enough and he doesn't like ask for the ball or create his own shot. But I mean, I think the more, if he just comes more, like, yeah. he'll, he'll keep improving. You know, the one thing that, that bothers me is like, not to say that I was amazing at basketball. But like in in my early twenties, I got to a point where I was I was pretty happy with my game. It took a while for me to learn how to shoot. I used to shoot two handed, like you. Yeah. I shoot, and then one of my close friends in high school, like he's like, "Oh, you got to shoot like this." And the way I am with lifting weights now, I used to be about that with basketball. I right? remember. Yeah. So yeah. we used to like when you first moved here, we would we play, play a little uh, bit, and I was like shooting around like two hours, like three or four times a week. I'd play, uh, you know, and I I did pretty well. So, but not then, I, you you know, kind of don't do something for so mm-hmm. long. Obviously, you're not going to be good at it anymore. So it's like you have to start back at you know square one, and so that's the tough part. Yeah, with with the guys we're playing, you're still one of the top dogs. So like, nah, uh, not by it. Nah, not at all. <laughs> you guys are like. It depends you, which guys show up. It like, definitely depends definitely which guys the, show up. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got the varsity team, and JV we got the JV team. team. We got the yeah. team to come sometimes. Listen, so. I'm one of the bottom dogs in in this whole oh, list. Man. See, I, 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 listen, I just need the sweat. Right I just need the sweat, son. I just need this the time, sweat. This guy weight. does not miss either, right? Yeah, he got a good shot. No, no. At best, I'm a sketch shooter. Like there'll be times where I'll string in like three or four, but then it's like the zero for ten after that. It's just the I hustle the best I can given my uh, weight and cardio ability, but whatever it is I got, I'll give it. And so people aren't as mad when I fuck up. So with this (laughs) whole like playing ball thing in New York, obviously it's gonna start getting cold. Yeah. So like we're gonna have to find an indoor gym, right? Yeah. In California, you can play play all all year year round. Yeah. It's always basketball weather. That's one thing that I'm excited about is being active like throughout the whole year. Because obviously in New York, you want to kind yeah. of hibernate when it's like cold, cold, Winter right? Winter time, yeah. And so maybe you don't get out as much. But uh, I think w- once you have like a kid, you want him to be active. And so right, it, right. it helps you be active. So mm-hmm. you always want to have that close by. Also, you only have so many years where you could dominate your kid. Yeah. yeah. And once that kid hits like maybe 14, and 15. Yeah. And your kid's all uh, energy uh, too. I'm trying to push that date back as much as I could, man. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're going to hey, be posting up Isaac to like he's I what? Do, I, that's the thing right now is that like I'm not going to let him win ever. <laughs> he has to earn it and that's going to yeah. make him better, right? Yeah. And so maybe when he, like right now he's, I'm 30 years older than him exactly. So I'm 36, he's six, right? I think by time he's like 14. He's going to beat you. Yeah, I'll be 44. Yeah. It's going to be around that time. Well, he, he'll probably beat me. But we'll see because... Uh, you're only getting I'm better. Gonna try. You're only getting yeah. better That's from here. Thing. <laughs> if I keep at this, yeah. who yeah. knows? Like maybe I will be like much better. You're gonna dunk when I'm 46 on compared to 36. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping. I, I if I drop down to 220, I'm hoping I could at least get close to dunking. Is that is that safe to say that like, that's your goal, goal from basketball? Yeah, just to lose weight and to dunk. Okay. Could you imagine and to dunk playing basketball, and dunk. being oh. able to dunk? Like how much the game would be easier? How much easier would be for you? Like in a pickup game? Oh my god! Being able to just drive and then dunk into people. Like right now, that for me insane. with my weight, 
uh, for me to jump, it feels like, you know, for some guys, it's like they got springs. Even when you jump pretty high too, Shaq, and it's like you just kind of float. For me, it feels like I, I'm using the rocket boosters for the space <laughs> shuttle. It's just like you got to use all this force, yeah. and yeah. I'm just like barely getting up, and yeah. it, it's crazy. So I'm hoping by the time I hit, if I could ever get down to like 220 or 225, mm-hmm. the springs will come back. Because when I used to be 215 fat back in the day, um, before I got sick a bunch of times, I was able to fingertip rim. Mm. So like uh, I remember I so, was there Yeah so back then If I dropped down to 230 I probably would have got Close to dunking That was the closest I ever got to When I was in my prime Fingertips yeah. Touching the rim yeah Yeah So I was doing it At like 250 So yeah. I was like An extra 50 pounds So But we'll see what happens You take, know Take it from somebody Who's been I've been on both spectrums Of the weight Obviously Yeah You guys remember me When I was like 165 I do Yeah Um, Losing weight Helps with everything Being yeah. lighter just helps with everything, man. You're better at calisthenics. You're better at cardio. You know, so. I never played ball when I was lighter. So this is going to be interesting. I always played oh, ball man. as a heavy guy. Yeah. In certain things, it kind of sucks because obviously when I was 165, you can't really post. You get pushed yeah. around. You get pushed more, around. Yeah. But you have. I actually had a first step. Yeah. I never had that before ever. Right. I, one of my friends, you remember Steve, right? I, this guy was so fast. I could never like drive on him. And I, remember I caught him at kind of a bad time, too. He just came back from the Marines, and he was chunky and, you know, yeah. really swole. But I was driving on this kid. Like, I would take him in a easy layup. So I was like, yo, you I could never do this. Bitch. It was payback back as a bitch. I could never do this shit before. Uh, so kind of crossing them up and stuff. But I remember I remember back in those days when you were a little lighter and quicker. Yeah. Yeah. What happened, right? Uh, you, <laughs> you, you, just, you decided back. to get swole, son. That's what happened. Nah, it's yeah. good to have a balance of both, man. I... I you can't neglect cardio. Yeah, it's so it's so much easier to lift weights for me than do cardio because yeah. of my my starting weight. But hopefully the the weight drops well, down. Basketball is like I think for me it's the easiest cardio because I, I hate treadmill, I hate yeah. running. Yeah. But basketball, I can play for two hours. Yeah, I can trick myself yeah. into doing it. Otherwise, yep. treadmill is boring. Yeah, I can't I handle it. the boredom. Mm-hmm. The, I don't care what TV or video game you put in front of me; that it's not going to work. You know, I re- I'd rather even jog on the street more than that. Oh shit, gentlemen! You know what? I think this was one of my most favorite episodes. We've actually clipped over an hour and a half. Did, oh, really? Is this yeah. the record for longest podcast? Nah, episode? I mean, uh, it might be close to the ones I've aired. But when me and Dula in the beginning were doing this, the unaired episodes, we were at like almost three hours. Oh, the yeah. unaired episodes, the unaired, the episodes. lost tapes, the lost okay. tapes. Oh, yeah. director's cut. The director's cut. Director's director's cut. Hear Ripley's <laughs> come out. The Joss Whedon cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let you all sign off first, and then I'll sign off last. Thanks for having me, guys. You guys popped my podcast cherry. Ooh, it was great to be. Am I the first return guest? You first, are first, Holy repeat, shit. first repeat guest. guest. Yeah. Yeah. I think that automatically makes you the co-host since I'm gone. the new co-host. What are our? You're uh, the captain now. I'm the captain. Yeah. I'm the captain now. Oh, shit. I think we got to change the picture to a picture of Ali now. <laughs> I mean, Dilla and him are similar in color. I don't think anybody <laughs> could tell the difference. From from like maybe 100 feet away, we kind of look the same. Seen, uh, have you guys seen those pictures now of the NBA players fat? Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Those are the best. I'm the fat <laughs> version. So we got to take Dilla's picture, stretch it out a little bit, make it a little I mean, darker. He, he it looks gave, the same. He, he gave you the same haircut that he had. Same beard. And the same beard line. Shout out to my work. guy. I miss so, my guy. So, you know, you could just take his photo, copy it, put it on your own page or, you know just remix it a little yo, bit yo that guy was my shooting coach my barber yeah. my life Damn, coach man. he was everything yep. and now he's gone hey but that's the beauty of this uh, podcast name the replacements yep it's always open to new hosts and like yeah. new people right 
Well, I'm the only one with the laptop, so I'm probably going to be uh, to to some of the. You're the mainstay. Like, yeah, you have most to of the here. listeners dismay. They're stuck with my dumb ass. But you know, well, I'm going to experiment with this. Get it right. But um, all right, yo, thanks for joining. I'm going to give a year. What do you guys got? What I do, baby? Shaq, come on, give us some San Diego love. See you guys. Cowabunga. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> See you guys. Bye, dudes. All right. Year. Adios, folks. <laughs>